Oh, it's lit. <laughs> we prime time. <laughs> Subscribe, like, and share. <laughs> Give us your feedback. Yo, I'm Manny at the plate and Kobe off of steel. Gretzky for the goal and Brady at the wheel. I'm a game changer. The Osaka of the tennis and breaking scoreboard. Simone of the Olympics. Defense and big business. The Mayweather who way better. From the greatness of Jim Brown, I bend down. Talk of sports before I was off the porch. Screaming bow nose while Jordan was playing horse. Late 80s getting torched by the drive in the shot. 2016 got a ring off the three in the block. They ease to forgot. The cardiac kids, Price and Doherty. Bail in the Indian years. This who it is. Your host, D-Train. Yo, that's a name banger. Come in the streets and talk sports with the game changer. Yo, your host, D-Train. That's a name banger. Come in the streets and talk sports with the game changer. That Baker Barry's so much of a beast. He let Baker play himself. He played himself. And he the did. crazy part was, you know what's crazy? It would have been a lot more people that would have been salty about Baker's departure if he would have just shut up. But then he doubled back and told him that he wanted to be traded. And we was like, oh, don't even trip. You thought we he thought we was back into a corner and Barry pulled out the ace and went and got Watson. Now he looks stupid. Hey, I'm trying to tell you, bro. I feel like what what um what Baker did is really what provoked him and the and the couple of the last transactions around the league is probably really what provoked Deshaun to be like, man, look, I ain't about to play no games. Yeah, I love going home to Atlanta and it's cool, but we ain't about to win in Atlanta. And I can go down to New Orleans, but Sean Payton ain't in New Orleans. And I don't even know why he would go to Carolina. I mean, no offense to Carolina, but you know what I'm saying? They 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 coming up, but they ain't where the Browns are. No, they no, but the crazy part is, man, you know, I, the last couple of days I've been jumping into uh it's some Texans fans that's been having a pretty lit space. They 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 pretty cool people. But um, I've been over there listening to them, and it was funny because the first time I came into their space, they was like, oh, y'all going to have to give up three first, three seconds, Denzel Ward, and y'all going to have to give up somebody else like JOK. I'm like, man, what is y'all smoking? I'm like, our GM is a monster. Y'all ain't getting all of that from us. And look where they at now. They sick. Oh, yeah, they is, man. I I'm glad the people coming in. Please feel free to share. You know what I'm saying? We're going to get it popping in here today. All right, I am D. Trent. This game changer sports talk industry sports. You feel what I'm saying? Welcome to my my first forum of a live uh, uh space. All right, we live on a lot of social media platforms: Twitter, Facebook, uh, Twitch, uh, YouTube. You feel what I'm saying? So what we doing? We recording this, and you know I want everybody to come in and speak their piece, man. We we diehard Browns fans in here. You know what I'm saying? And we come in here to talk what we looking like. But right now. We talking about the acquisition of Deshaun and what the team gonna start to look like going forward. You feel what I'm saying? What's hey. up, JL? Hey, so uh my boy Juice gonna double back or what? So I had just put up a tweet like now, so I look at it like this, right? A lot of the reason why the picks that or the, the acquisitions that was part of the team when this regime came in, especially the receiving weapons. A lot of the reason why they didn't work was because of the quarterback. I mean, we all seen the videos. We all watched the game. You know what I'm saying? And we seen where, you know, Baker dropped the ball. 
You know what I'm saying? And not even to just try to just back. He just dropped the ball. And he did it consistently the whole time they was here. You know what I'm saying? So now you see OBJ leaves. Him and the Browns front office wasn't on bad terms. And I think that's what quite a few fans or people just misconstrued. You know what I'm saying? The Browns and OBJ wasn't on bad terms. Baker and OBJ was on bad terms. You feel what I'm saying? Now Baker and Jarvis on bad terms. Go ahead, bro. No, and that no, you bro, like I ain't even like you asked my brother. He was just in here for a minute. That that's a J Al. He was just in here, but I've been kicking that shit to him, man. And like he was kind of on the fence, like man, you think so? I'm like, yeah, bro. It's a reason why the OBJ shit got handled so sloppy because Barry didn't want to let him go because they knew who the real problem was. That part, you know what I'm saying? And I listen, and I want other people to understand what we mean when we say what's the real problem, okay? It's not that Baker doesn't have a talent. It's not that Baker, you know, couldn't probably grow into something. It's that, bro, you've been in the league four years, and every time they bring your name up, they're making a joke out of your name and play. So how much beneficial is to the franchise and this new regime of first-timers trying to make their mark? And every time you come up on the national media, you're getting into it with a coach or a player. You know what I'm saying, or 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 uh, or a media member. You know what I'm saying, or you the butt of a joke. Brad Cleveland's trying to get away from the butt of the joke. You know what I'm saying, and then the icing on the cake with this farewell letter. Oh, uh, y'all trying to, you know, when he said y'all, when his response was, oh, y'all said y'all want an adult, in the world. and then y'all go after him. Man, if I was Deshaun, I would have been pissed too, like my dude. He said that. Hold on. When, did he put out another letter? No, that he been talking to Adam Schefter. Baker been talking directly to Adam Schefter himself. You oh, know what I'm saying? I didn't even know that, man. I didn't even know that. I know he was. I know he was leaking stuff through people, but I don't even pay attention that close. I didn't know it was like that. Yeah, Baker. That's why he started requesting a trade because he was he felt insulted that they went for Deshaun Watson. Brothers. And ain't nobody on this planet that's going to ever pick Baker Mayfield as a quarterback over Deshaun Watson, and they got the choice. So me and you both know we got the best roster out of any team that was going after Deshaun. What do you think was the deciding factor in terms of Deshaun being like, you know what, I am going to Cleveland? Baker talking shit. You know what I'm saying? Because, listen, Deshaun Watson sat out all last year. He did not play. So, basically, he watched football. He got to look at whatever team he thought would give him the best chance to contend because he ain't really contended since he's been with the Texans. And winning is high on his priority list. He's a top five quarterback when it comes to uh, statistics, uh, specifically to the quarterback position. He is top ten in almost every category or at least 95% of the categories. You know what I'm saying? This was a man who threw for 5,000 yards with who he had, Kenny Steels and Brandon Cooks. And that's no knock on them. And maybe maybe Fuller. Yeah, Fuller. And Fuller. Okay? But right now, he got the – you know, listen, you know what you know what Kevin Stefanski told him. See, we, we just found out what Jimmy Haslam told him. Look, man, I'm about to come over here and pay you. I need a Super Bowl. The Browns probably ain't never had a black quarterback. I understand you got these allegations on your back, but guess what? You ain't get found for no charges, and you've been sitting out a year? A black man in Texas? 
Oh man, you made that shit. Yeah, we had a. Uh, we had Tyrod Taylor. That might have been. And then I think we had somebody named Spurgeon win. I don't know if he was biracial. Man, we had listen, we had an old Seneca Wallace. We had uh, yeah, definitely had Spurgeon win. We had Deshaun Kaiser. My argument, my debate I had on the stat with a person about this was none of them quarterbacks was ever specifically picked to be the face of the franchise. You know what I'm saying? All of those guys were brought in. RG3. All of those guys were just brought in and just pieces. You know what I'm no, I feel you on that. I, I do. I feel you on that, man. Like your like your takes is, is like they line up with everything I've been kicking, man. So it's it's good to hear somebody else that. I mean, a lot of people like some stuff they say I can agree with, but I feel like like everything you saying is what I've been saying for like months, like months in the in the middle of the year, beginning of the year. Like I mean, it it is what it is, man. He basically talked his way out of Cleveland, like. And honestly, the crazy part is, man, we lucked up because Baker's so stupid, man. If he wasn't so immature, if he would have just shut up and played this year, they probably would have brought him back on that fifth year. They probably would have been looking for a quarterback, but they probably would have brought him back and let him play and tried to figure it out because of people's connection to him. But he started burning them bridges. He started getting marquee players leaving town. They had to fix that shit. So all he did was speed up their process. I was going to say, bro, that this the only part of things we saying why slightly disagree and i only slightly disagree because i say the moment baker decided not to opt out for surgery after he was immediately injured and then he came out and played shitty and then during that process started to attack the play calling it was over and i have been saying that during the season it's over you feel me they didn't pick you they don't owe you nothing you know what i'm saying they they earned the right at the two off seasons for people to look at them and they body of work and say, you doing such a good job putting this roster together. If you could put this around Baker, imagine what you could do with a real quarterback. You know what I'm saying? And he was already gone. I think worst case scenario for them was bringing Baker back. He was never in the plan to come back, bro. I promise you. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, I mean, obviously, we see how hard they went after they went after Watson. I could totally see that. I just and like I agree with you. I was saying the same thing too, man. I couldn't believe he was that bold to come out and criticize play calling when Stefanski was basically taking all the bullets from him every time he messed up. Every time, man. Listen, Baker. Like I said, instead of acting like a mature quarterback, he's acting like an entitled college standout. You know what I'm saying? It speaks volumes that the Texans trade and their quarterback. We have a number one overall pick. And they don't even want you in Texas. And I know for a fact you're going to sell tickets to Texas. That's the crazy part to me. And that's not only in Texas. And that's how you know, like, the local narrative is so different than the national narrative because it's, I've been in, in Texan space. Like, I didn't hear from Atlanta fans. I didn't hear from New Orleans fans. Low-key, don't nobody want him. Like, they don't want him. I think people, like, I'm not saying he ain't got talent. He do got arm talent, but it's just the headache that come with him. And he undersides. It's like you, your talent ain't matching up to all the shit you bring with you. That's a fact, you know, and you're not working on your game. You know, I figure, I think as far as a quarterback who can throw the ball, a quarterback with some guts, some moxie, one who's willing to play confident and go out and do what he do, I think Baker lines up with that tremendously, all right? 
But what I don't, what I'm not on, is the fact that after four years, you still can't read defense. Do you know how embarrassing it was for this franchise for defensive players at the end of the year to come out publicly and say, oh, yeah, we got Baker figured out. We was just going to bait him. Them interceptions, we baited him into. Them batted balls, we baited him into. Come on, bro. How you expect somebody to play for you after that? Yeah, I, I just thought it was funny how – and, I mean, it – it wasn't all the fans, but it was majority of, of Browns fans. Some of us was trying to act like we didn't see the fact that the players wasn't rocking with him. Like people was supporting OBJ like during this shit. Like anytime somebody fractured a locker room, if if they was the reason why they if they were the problem, people wouldn't be supporting them. You could tell like they quit fucking with Buddy a long time ago. I just thought it was funny that not everybody could see that. So who, so do you think we go after some more wide receivers or what do you think we do next in free agency? Because, we, I mean, he still needs some weapons. And we don't have a pick this year, right? We don't have a first-round pick, right? We Well, they didn't say what pick. The fact that um, – and my fault for the pause, I was in the middle of sharing it on different social sites and shit. Um, but uh, uh, I know we're going to go after some receivers. That ain't no mystery. Uh, the playing field just opened up. For what receivers we gonna get for sure? Because I I said we was gonna do Allen Robinson, but he went on ahead and uh, went to the Rams, and I don't blame him. You know what I'm saying? But the first thing that comes to mind is how will OBJ and Jarvis feel playing with Amari Cooper and this team, knowing they know it already? You know, continuity is everything. You know what I'm saying? So. If they could do that, that would be raw. At the same token, though, you know, they could trade. They could use Baker as a trade piece to go after another receiver. You know what I'm saying? I seen somebody say DK Metcalf. Um, I think that just depends on, you know, what they trying to do. Um, I you know, I think that I think honestly that's probably like one of the best options, man. He's like perfectly suited for like the offense we run. And so I mean, like if they could go out and get him, like that's like a whole nother level. Like, and it's not like Seattle getting ready to build a win or nothing. That's that's a pretty good. I say that's a pretty good swap if they could get him. Yeah, that's you know I I don't know um, if they would have the ammunition for what they would be seeking. Now it depends because. This receiver class is loaded. So, essentially, you know, Pete Carroll could say, hey, I think you was just better. You was just good because you had Russell. And we probably not going to pay you in the driver with the mouth. You know, we could go ahead and bring Baker over here and exchange y'all out. Um, I mean, the Browns still got ammunition, though. Like, they can still – they got compensatory picks and shit. Like, this is the biggest steal of all time. This is the heist of the century. <laughs> hey, yo, DF, I hit you up to come in here, man. I wanted to hear you. Hey, man. <laughs> go, ahead, go ahead and pop your shit, DF. Do you have any clue what just happened? Like, this is insane. Andrew Barry basically just gave up three first-round picks for a top-five quarterback in his prime. Gave up not a single player. Not a single player. We still have our second-round, right? We still have our second-round picks. I think I'm right on that. Dude. Yeah. Yeah, I think, yeah, we I think it was third. Uh, yeah, third and a fifth. This is, the cra- this is literally – today is the day 
that the Cleveland Browns jokes died. Okay. We are legit. He's not here for a year. It's not like, oh, why would he want to come to Cleveland? He chose us. He chose Cleveland, Ohio. Okay. We're not. This is, this is not fake. This is not Baker Mayfield anymore for the Cleveland Browns. Okay. I, I'm sorry. I'm just, I cannot believe that this happened. I was at work. I was listening to Chops' space, and all of a sudden I heard Brad screaming, and I'm like, oh, no, what happened? And then all of a sudden it came across my phone. I ran out of my work. I cannot believe. I'm sorry I'm going off, but I'm – No. No, DF, you good, bro. Welcome yeah. to Game Changer Sports Talk, industry sports, you feel me? We stream and we live on multiple platforms just to get everybody the heads up. So I want y'all to come in. I want y'all to speak y'all piece. You know what I'm saying? We going to all talk in harmony. We all Browns fans. It's, it's a lot of topics to cover, so we can get into that. I'm glad people are excited. It's hey. nice to hear, you know what I'm saying, that, you know, people saying, oh, you know, the fan base, like, listen, bro, we legitly are one of the best teams in the league without question. Without question. It's yeah. not even close. Yeah, so what do you think? I know you do a lot of Brown stuff on YouTube. That's why I hit you up on man, you do a lot of stuff. I respect, man, and, I, and you, me, and you've been on the same page. And I was just telling D before you got in that D, everything D been saying before you got in here, it lines up with everything me and you've been saying. Just basically about when you already said that, you know, they had already moved on from Baker. A lot of stuff that you say lines up with like what me and D been saying, like how they had already moved on from him, like way before any of this happened. Hey, Jay, you broke up for a second. Can you say the back part of that again, please? Sorry. I about to say. Make sure everybody hit their mute. Everybody who not speaking hit your mute button while the one person speaking, so it'll come through clear. So what I yeah, DF hit your mute button. All right. It ain't showing up. But anyway, what I was saying was, um, a lot of stuff that he that D was saying before you came in here basically lines up with what you've been covering on YouTube that I've been watching. And basically I've been, I've been saying this forever, just like the two of you, like they had already moved on from Baker before any of this stuff even happened. It's just crazy that everybody that was saying the same thing that I was saying, we finally get some kind of justification. Like basically like everything we've been saying has been the truth, but you got people out there that was just in, you know, they was living in La La Land. They thought that, this dude that's basically like an immature jock that these nerds was just going to let him be the face of the franchise and just talk crazy. Like, I mean, that couldn't be farther from the truth. So can I respond yeah, to that? Right Go ahead. Yeah. So, yeah, basically, I mean, I don't know how many people are listening to this or, or whatever, but basically what I've been saying for the longest time is a Andrew Berry is not an idiot. Okay. He realizes what this team is. This team is built to win now, right? You have literally everything. What have we been saying for Baker for the longest time? Baker Mayfield could not have a better offensive line. The defense came together. The weapons were there. They went out and got the weapons. So for everybody who says, oh, he didn't have receivers last year, well, guess what? They tried. They did it. They went out and they got Jarvis Landry. They went out and they got Odell Beckham Jr. They did all that because they did everything in their power to make Baker Mayfield the guy. So this whole this whole idea that the Browns have done Baker wrong is laughable, okay? The Browns went out and did everything in their power, and after this past year, A, everybody should have known this, and I've been saying this forever, he did not pick Baker Mayfield. 
he did not choose Baker Mayfield. He was given Baker, essentially, I guess you could say, when he took the job. And um, I'm sorry, I'm kind of rambling here. I'm trying to. No, so what, I want you to speak on real quick what your thoughts were as far as what do you think turned the tide and made Watson decide, you know what, I am going to Cleveland? Because D thinks that it was Baker running his mouth that basically pushed Watson like, you know what, I'm about to go show him in Cleveland. What do you think turned the tide? I think that's a pretty good point. Um, I, I here, Here's what I'll say, right? This is what it came down to to me. We've been saying this for the longest time right? That if Deshaun Watson wants to win, he will come to Cleveland. It is by far the best spot to win as far as the options that he had. Um, in terms of, what was I just about to say? I'm losing my, I'm sorry, I'm losing my mind right now. Oh, we with you, bro. You good. Um, good. good. We were good. talking about like what turned oh, yeah, the tide yeah, yeah, as far yeah. as Sorry, time. sorry. So, okay. So the reason why I think he changed his mind, I, first of all, I don't believe he did change his mind, to be honest with you. I think that in the back of his head, he's known from day one that the Browns had the best roster, right? I don't think he was thrilled about playing in Cleveland, if I'm being honest. But the one thing that we've constantly said is if Andrew Barry can sit down and talk to Deshaun Watson face-to-face, um, it, something will happen. I'm not saying it would have been a guarantee, but the foot in the door is all that we needed. And I think this is a huge part, and this is not like um, – I don't know how to put it. I'll just say it because, you know, I need to say it. I think the fact that Andrew Berry is an African-American GM and Deshaun Watson going through what he's going through being an African-American quarterback, that was a huge, huge factor that people don't want to talk about, right? If, if, if it was just Jimmy Haslam going to meet Deshaun Watson, there's zero chance. I mean, I'm sorry. But Andrew Barry, having the reputation that he's had, knowing what we built here in Cleveland over the last couple of years, knowing what the Browns roster is, um, it, it was just all set up. I mean, it could not have been a better situation for Deshaun to walk into. Um the one thing that I I will say that I'm kind of interested in, I wonder how much the uh, rumors of the dome is real. I wonder if you're going to find out that we're going to build a retractable roof. But I don't know. I, I think – and this that, is the last thing I'll say, and I'll let you go because I know I'm rambling. But listen, this whole situation, right, when it when it all got to this point, the fact, and again, I know I said this already, but the fact that we got a foot in the door from day one said that he's not opposed to coming to Cleveland. I never believed this from Albright saying that, oh, it was a pity meeting, like he felt bad. Why would he waste his time? Why would Deshaun Watson, with all this stuff going on, he had the court stuff happening while this was all going on, by the way. I think people forget that. Why would he come and waste his time to meet with the Cleveland Browns if he wasn't interested? Right. So I don't know. I just think, I think to be honest with you around the NFL, everybody knew that Cleveland was becoming something big. They just needed this one piece. Everybody was kind of tired of Baker. And um, I think around the league, you know, um, we're just a quarterback away. That's, that's, that's all. I wonder if, I wonder if D Haslam 
and uh, her connections to like women's charities and different stuff that she do. I know that was probably a part of the pitch, but I think a lot of it has to do also with him being able to come here and rebuild his image. You know what I'm saying? Cause he spoke on that. And I wonder if we were the only pitch that kind of covered that, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Cause D let has, me, let, like, let me get in here. Um, first off, once again, game changer sports talk, industry sports, you know what I'm saying? For all those that's listening on the multiple platforms, you feel me? You were just listening to DF sports. And we also got J.O. on here, so definitely follow them, follow their pages on all the social media platforms they own. We up here talking to Big News, Baker, um, Baker, and uh, and uh, Deshaun Watson. All right, um, as far as, now we were just talking about what turned the tide, and y'all brought up a lot of good points. Um, I did hear the retractable roof, and that's not a new thing hearing about the retractable roof because when Jimmy Haslam first bought the team, he was talking about putting a retractable roof on there because he wanted to bring more stuff to the city. This was before we got the casino, before we got the convention, before that stuff came in. He was already talking about that. I think he was the one that initiated conversations with the other owners as far as Dolan, who owned the now Guardians, you know, and Gilbert, who owns the Cavs, you know. They was getting in on, you know, let's rebuild the riverfront. Let's rebuild these things. Another thing uh, to add to your point, uh, another thing is, you know, the Cleveland franchise is notorious for passing on established good black quarterbacks. So, DF, you have no reason to feel no type of way when you mention that. You don't got to, you know, feel like you're touching a sore subject, especially when you're talking to guys like us because we look at it for reality. That don't mean we call other, we are labeling other people something because we say that. It's just that we deal in a realm of facts and things that we can prove. And we can go back to the numerous drafts where the Browns regimes passed on players, you know what I'm saying, and specifically black quarterbacks who became something afterwards. You know, Deshaun Watson is one of those cases, you know what I'm saying? But this regime has shown not only is they willing to do what need to, but they're even willing to admit when they're wrong. And that goes case of point with Austin Hooper. You know, they didn't have to leave Austin Hooper out. I mean, they could have kept him on the roster, but they felt like, hey, the production wasn't there. We made a mistake. Okay, we see that we can go get a guy that we didn't have before. But right now, he is the piece away for us. I mean, I mean, we, you know what I'm saying? That's, hey, listen, I'm happy. I like that they made the move. And with the, with the, hey, with I got to jump. I get- Hey, I ain't trying to cut you off. I gotta jump off real quick, but we need to we need to keep this core group together with DF and you, uh, D. We need to keep this core group together. I feel like we could we could fill this space up. You know what I'm saying? So y'all stay in touch, all right? Already, Jo. Definitely, anytime, man. I definitely keep sending y'all the links when I go on, and we can keep going. You feel me? Let me get DF in here. DF, go ahead and speak your piece. Hey, so first of all, I was going to say something else, but just because this uh, just came across, the Seahawks are making a strong push for Baker. So I'm expecting that to get done. But I just want to say quickly, the reason why I was kind of hesitant to say that is because I feel like a lot of people, and maybe it's just obviously because I'm white, but I think a lot of people don't realize that that connection is stronger than people think. You know what I'm saying? Like that might sound crazy. But I think the fact that you can sit across from sit across the table from another guy who looks like you, you know what I'm saying, and is successful in this league as an African American, um, you know, in the NFL, I feel like that was a huge thing. Um, and, and the whole thing that came out about 
Deshaun Watson, the report came out uh, after the meeting that he felt like Cleveland was a city that he could rebuild his character. Um, I believe that that was because of Andrew Barry. I, I really believe that. Because if we're being honest here, obviously John Dorsey did a lot a lot of great things for us, right? And he did a lot of bad. If, if John Dorsey went into this meeting with Deshaun Watson, he's not a Cleveland Brown, okay? I feel like I can confidently say that. And you should confidently say that, DF. You make a valid point. Uh, and, and and you know what? I gotta I gotta like one million percent back that. You know, for being an African American, a guy who's working his way up to establish himself in in multiple areas. All right, it is very refreshing and very uh, securing. You know what I'm saying? To be able to sit across somebody who is established that looks like you who can give you pointers and help you and who's connected you know what i mean that can help introduce you to the right surrounding of people to make your circle tight i mean listen one thing for sure two things for certain if you producing for the cleveland browns the city gonna back you i mean the cleveland is a browns town all right yeah. he, hit the, he hit the gate running you know what i'm saying now granted we might be missing for half a season but even if we miss him for half a season, we still got Case Keenum, who's been here, and can run that offense and hold, hold it down until he gets the back. You know what I'm saying? And the whole time, he's going to be learning the playbook, getting the chemistry, you know what I'm saying? And that's going to be – and that's it's all going to work well. Oh, my God, I'm so excited. Go ahead, Dia. Sorry, I just – I want to put my hand up because I'm, I'm trying to get this video out right now on YouTube at the same time. But I just want to say this, not if. I'm not going to say if. I'm going to say when. When Deshaun Watson is holding the Lombardi Trophy at the parade in Cleveland, Ohio, nobody will care. You know, and I know that's that sounds bad to say. Obviously, if he did this stuff, um, you know, it's not a good thing. But winning cures all. And that's kind of been the thing that I've been focusing on throughout all this and why I thought the Browns could really pull this off. Again, the Browns offered him the best option to win. and. He can come here, win, and rebuild himself and become a legend in Cleveland, Ohio. Not not a star, not just another guy who is really good. He can be a legend in Cleveland, Ohio. DF, we must be like spirit siblings or something, bro. Oh, my God, you're speaking to gospel right now. You hear me? Because, listen, LeBron noticed, Kyrie noticed, okay, when you win a championship in Cleveland, it is different, all right? A one championship in Cleveland is like three championships in L.A. It's like two championships in Miami. It's like two championships for the New York Knicks because the Browns and the Cleveland, just as a sports entity, period, on whatever major level, has not been fully respected. You know what I'm saying? It has not been really given the benefit of the doubt even now, having one of the best rosters for arguably the last three seasons, for sure the last two, all right, we still not getting our due respect. They still want to try to focus on the negatives, all right? But there's so many different aspects of Cleveland that's booming right now, not just in sports, but in entertainment, in music, in recognition, you know, in rebuilding in certain areas. And I'm, I stay in Florida now. You know what I'm saying? I'm born and raised in Cleveland, was there for – 
from 85 to 2014 when I finally left for my first time and started venturing the world. I'm now stationed in Florida, you feel what I'm saying? But I still, mm-hmm. my family up there, I'm still, you know what I'm saying, still connected what's going on up there. I see Dog Pile and Rocco. I'm definitely going to get y'all in here. Don't think I'm ignoring y'all. Just hold on before y'all come in. Make sure y'all raise y'all hands so I can get y'all all the way together. You feel what I'm saying? Um, but, man, listen, I I am, you know, not only so excited, um, but I'm just, like, relieved. You know, just as, as an African-American, my fan, I am relieved. You know what I'm saying? I'm a, I am, I am beyond impressed. I think that's the impressed by the unity of not only the ownership, but front office, the coaching staff. And you, you cannot tell me it wasn't players on this roster hitting them up saying, hey, dog, you got to go get this man. Hey, man, we fully support you getting this man in place of the man that we already got. So, you know, it's definitely a new day in Cleveland. It's a new day in Cleveland. DF, go ahead. And then Rocco, go ahead put your hand up. We're going to get to you right after that. Yeah, I just want to say this. Everything I said about Deshaun Watson being a legend, Andrew Berry, the same exact thing, if not more. Everything that he's done since he's gotten here in Cleveland, think about this. Since Andrew Berry's gotten in Cleveland, he has rebuilt the offensive line from one of the worst to one of the best in the NFL. He built the defense from being awful to one of the best in the NFL. He just went out and went from, you know, obviously, thank you, Baker, for everything you've done, right? You gave us hope. Um, You know, obviously things didn't work out and it sucked. We all wanted you to be the guy, right? But Andrew Berry just went out and got a top five quarterback in his prime for three first-round picks. So Andrew Berry is a legend. That's all I want to say. I'll let other people talk now. Sorry. Rocco, go ahead and come on up here, man. Speak your piece. Welcome to the forum. Thank you. Thank you, D. And um, what's going on, DF? Um, What's going on, buddy? No one's seen this coming. I don't know. I, I, I don't know how, you know, I don't even know how to feel about this. I mean, like DF said, when we go to the Super Bowl, nobody, nobody's going to care. Um, if there's going to be a statue, I would love for Andrew Berry, do something with Andrew Berry because that's a fucking legend, the way he handles situations. And there has to be something, something that they you know. My thing is, is, is Deshaun going to sit out? How long is he going to be suspended? Is it going to be for the whole 2023? This could drag out to 2024. Who really came out winning here? This fight, you know, we, uh, this fight, we, you know, we didn't give up much, you know, and things like that. It was a, it was a great deal and everything else. But there, I hope everybody understands that with, with others, you know, there's a lot of uncertainty here. Like, and one thing for sure about what I love about our organization is they always help. They always rehab is up to the players to take, to take and take the materials that is given it and apply it to their lives. Um, and that's one thing that I, 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 I always enjoyed about the, you know, about our organization. Um, I mean, we can't we can't deny that there's a lot of, um, like it, it, 
there's a split now, you know, and I just want to know because I've been I've been hard on Jimmy Haslam. Like, for example, D, correct me, anyone, correct me if I'm wrong. Remember um, the the Sean uh, uh, Sean Der, uh, what's his name Sean Dermont and yeah, right and the Hugh Jackson's uh, scenario when Haslam's back was against the wall because of the media. Oh, Sean and, uh, McDermott. Sean McDermott. McDermott. That's his name. Sean yeah, McDermott. McDermott. Right. Right. So when his back, when Haslam's back was against the wall, right? He goes, Depotista, we need a coach. We need help. What's going on? What do you got? Depotista said, say no more. He seen Sean McDermott. He told Haslam, Haslam, listen, um, this is the guy. This is the coach right here. This is the guy. And what did Haslam do? He veered away from path. And was like, hey, I like this guy better. Yo, you went to your analytics, the guy that you're paying, the, the, the person that you're paying to trust, and you're telling him and you're questioning his pick, his his analytic uh, expertise. And then what happened when he, Deepotissa even pleaded and was like, yo, reconsider Sean McDermott. He was like, you know what? No, forget this. Uh, let's go grab Hugh. And what happened? We went 0 and 16. So, now, so to bring wait. to bring what you said to a head, Rocco, right quick. All right. Uh -huh. Just for all the listeners out there, are you are you implying that you are impressed or you're you know kudos? You're giving kudos to Jimmy Haslam for growing as an owner. I no, I, I'm 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 impressed. AB, that's my guy. Oh, AB one. A legend, one hundred percent, from head to toe, AB. But sometimes I just feel like Haslam's, uh, Jimmy Haslam, sometimes gets involved in situations, and it's like these guys got to work around him and in between to clean up what he does. And it okay. worries me that sometimes, how you know, he will be a driving force to push people out of our office, not wanting to to work for Berea. I'm worried about the hazard. I really don't. I I I, I don't like it. I don't like him. But um, when it's concerning Andrew Barry, Depotista, you know, th those are my guys. You know, and this is I'm I'm shocked that A A B was able to do this. His 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 path and his focus on you know restructuring this this Cleveland Browns fucking franchise is like incredible. Let but, me get in here, Rocco. Let me get in here, Rocco. Hold on. We got some more people that want to speak, but definitely, definitely we're gonna come back to you. So stay in the forum. Rocco was dropping some definitely some good points. All right. And I ain't gonna even lie, Rocco. I like we forgot about that Sean McDermott deal too. So I appreciate you. Kudos to you for bringing that back, bringing that back up just to, you know, highlight more of Jimmy Haslam's growth, you know, from the time he got the team. You know, to where we're at right now, and, and you know what brought this forum up, you know, in the topics that brought it up today. We got a couple pin posts that we seen up here, uh, a text from a former Brown saying, "I love to come back." Now, me and Jo was just talking about this uh, a little bit earlier, and Travis. It's got to be Jarvis. 
It's got to be Jarvis or OBJ or Clowney. I think, one of the three. I think it's both. No, I think uh, Shafter, I seen this, a post that said, uh, I think it was Shafter, I'm going to look for it, that said uh, they had already offered Jadavion a two-year, $24 million yeah. contract. You know what I'm saying? So I think he's going to take that. I was saying that I will offer Clowney, and people going to look at me crazy, but I said I will offer Clowney a four-year, $64 million deal. I will give him 40 guaranteed. And he got to play and earn the other 24. You know AD. Huh? AD, you know what the best part of this is? What's that? Deshaun Watson signed this massive contract, right? It is all backloaded completely. So when that cap goes through the roof, it's not even, you know, I hate to say it's not going to look like that much. But the fact that it's all backloaded, once this cap goes up, it's going to be insane. Man, feel free to pin if you got information like that. Always feel free to pin that up on the uh, here. Let me give you some uh, you could pin that up on the post, and you know what I'm saying, so we can keep some live action stuff going on because I do a lot of sharing in the background. JL, I seen you, I see you come in. I'm gonna get to you in a second. Travis, man, you've been holding on for a long time. Welcome to the forum. Go ahead and speak your piece, my guy. Trav, Trav, you still in here, baby? Okay. That's my fault. All right, hold on. Let's. JL, where you at? What up? All right, until we. Okay, there we go. There we go. Go ahead. Welcome to the forum, baby. Z Trend, Game Changer Sports Talk, Industry Sports. Let you know that we're streaming on multiple platforms right now, Facebook, Twitch, YouTube, Twitter, you feel what I'm saying? So uh, definitely uh, go ahead and speak your piece, though. Man, there ain't no peace. It's lit, bro. <laughs> it's lit. <laughs> and, hey, and I followed you. First of all, my brother is J.O. That's my brother. I followed you because every, every one of your posts, D, be a thousand percent on and you remind me of my brother. Y'all just don't have the platform to to people to hear y'all out. But he said everything. He said we're gonna go after this kid. We're gonna get him. Never lost faith, bro. Stood ten toes on the shit. I was like, bro, it's over with. He said, no, it ain't. And you know what he kept betting on? He never betted on a player. He he's like, yo, Andrew Barry. He's like, I trust this man. Shout out to GF, bruh. Shout out to GF and JO. Andrew Barry needs a statue, dog. When have we ever had somebody like this, bro? Like he is no joke. And, if, it, if it's gonna be, if it's gonna be anybody, it has to be Andrew Barry. That's that's my guy right there. All right, man. I was following him. Amazing, amazing. And and I hate to say this, it is gonna prove just how much they did not like Baker if Jarvis Landry doubles back and takes less money to play with yep. Deshaun. And OBJ. I'm telling you right now, don't sleep on OBJ right. and Jarvis. Both you think OBJ back. would come too? I think he would. Yeah, I bro, really do. Oh, bro, OB, listen, let, let me tell you something, okay? Let me tell you what happened. And this is where I was at with it, y'all. I said it was going to be Amari Cooper and Allen Robinson. But the moment the shit, if y'all follow the timeline, excuse my friend, when it jade off with the Browns overnight, that next morning, Allen Robinson signed with the Rams. And now the Rams was talking about if they're going to move on from Robert Woods. But they also had expressed they would bring back OBJ and Jarvis, or, or bring back OBJ. 
Yeah, OBJ came with the tweet like, who so basically implying like, whoever takes Jarvis, I'm probably gonna come with them. You know what I'm saying? My boy got to get back on the team. Once again, I was saying earlier and earlier in the stream, and I've been saying this in multiple streams, bro. The the beef with OBJ was with Baker and his play. Not even Baker as a person. It was just Baker and his play. And him in the front office was cool. But now you got Deshaun in here. You still got Hunt and Chubb. You let Hooper go, but you still got Njoku and Harrison. You still got DPJ and Swartz. I mean, ideally, you want to keep continuity. You want to keep explosiveness. Now, we can say, okay, OBJ, you know, he got to come back from the injury and rehab, bruh. But with the team we got, he ain't in no rush to come back. He can come back right before the playoffs, and he'll be fine. And to piggyback off that, bro, like, I'm so happy it went down like this because I was not prepared for the bridge and having people say, yo, if Baker would have did. This is how a professional team operates, dog. You go after a monster. Like, we have been held back for so long. It is time for us to move like this. Like, Andrew Barry is letting his nuts hang, bruh. They was, bro, if you would have went through your timeline the last couple of days, they laughing at us, da-da-da-da-da. Then when we Baker tries to you know, throw up the middle finger and say, yo, I want to get traded. We put on, no, you're not getting traded, no trade calls. And now it's like, okay, now you can go wherever you want. Like, this is how we should be moving. You know what I mean? Like, it's just crazy. And it's it's so funny because the media literally, I don't know if they get more clicks when they just label us as dysfunctional or what, but like, they love pushing that narrative of, well, what are the Browns doing? They, do. they wait, don't know wait, what they're doing. Let me let me let me let me ask something for y'all, okay? Um, so I'm I ain't gonna say like I'm like a history major or something like that, but I'm definitely in the history and I do remember a lot about you know Cleveland and where it come from. And I need y'all to understand something, all right? Cleveland and Ohio gonna always get hate for a few things. For one, John D. Rockefeller built his empire here. And if you know the history between him and how the government went down and, and little things like that, it's going to always be some hate from this region. It's, it's some other things back, you know, in the pilgrimage days that this land was – it's rumored that this land was specifically used for certain betrayals. That's something that's going to always carry from different angles, all right? And and it's just other, other things. You know, being a, a laughing stock for so many years, and being able to get clicks off us being a laughing stock for so many years. You know what I'm saying? And I'm just into the point, like, it's so many different things that contribute to why, you know, people try to bag on us. But uh, all of that is old stuff. All of that is old, old stuff. You feel what I'm saying? And in the new era of Cleveland, in the last since 2014, we talking about the Cavs run, the, what was the Indians, their run in that time. And now what the Browns have started to carry on. So basically over the last eight years. And, and this is this is know, the last this is the last thing I want to say, D. And it goes, this is a shout out to the people that are like, oh, my, what about your if you have a kid and what if your kid starts? First of all, if your child can be impacted by a by a professional athlete to the point where they start doing what they do, you are a bad parent. That's period. It starts in your home. This is entertainment, dog. Like, your kids shouldn't be living verbatim through another person. Like, you know what I'm saying? There's an athlete and then there's a person. Like, root for the athlete. 
Like the person, I don't get into all that. Just like these rappers, they not who they claiming they are. So then the second thing is like, people are saying all of this and that. And it's like, bro, sometimes, to, like Cleveland especially, we need to start getting it out the mud. These 50-50 players, the next team would have scooped them up in a heartbeat. It just is what it is, bro. We got Kareem Hunt, our team got better. And he had some issues. Like, Mixon had some issues before he got traded to Cincinnati. Like, there are players out there that are talented that teams take ch chances on. Why should Man. the Browns have to be so exempt from how these other teams ain't playing fair, dog? It is a dog they eat not. dog. Bro, they not playing it, fair. They not. They not. Let, me jump in. let me go in. JL making good points. Hold on. We got some hands up. I see y'all. We going to go to Corey. Well, first, let me get DF in here right quick because DF had his hand up. Then we going to go to Corey Mystic, and then we going to swing back around to Rocco. I see y'all. Go ahead, DF. Yeah, I, I don't know if you saw your DM. I'm going to have to jump off here in a couple minutes, and then I can probably be back on at like 7 if you all are still going. All I want to cool. say is um, this, dude, <laughs> I mean, this, I, I'm not going to be able to sleep. Like, I know this sounds crazy and everything, but it's like, this is not, there's like, it's almost too good to be real. Like us as Browns fans, like all the torture that we've been through, 0-16, 1-15, the years being called mistake by the lake, all of it, it's done, it's over, it's dead. I'm 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 gonna be watching Deshaun Watson highlights for the next week plus. This is incredible. That is a fact, bro. Hold on, Corey. I see you down here, baby. You had your hand up for a minute. Welcome to the forum, D Trent Game Changer Sports Talk. Just to give you the heads up, we streaming on multiple platforms. You feel me? We on Facebook, Twitter. Um, Twitch, uh, 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 YouTube, you know what I'm saying? But speak your piece, baby. Go ahead. Oh, yeah, man. I am. This morning, man, I was so mad hearing people on here hyping up, trying to get me hyped up for Mariota and Winston. I was not feeling that. I, I got off here mad. I mean, I've been at work, and I saw, I saw my phone blowing up about Watson. This is probably the biggest signing I've seen the Browns have. I'm 41 years old. This is probably the biggest one I've seen. Um, it's. I'm glad we ain't going through that bridge quarterback because I was not. I was not feeling that at all. I wasn't. I wasn't for going back to the bottom of the barrel again. This signing is like legit. Legit first first team in the AFC North. AFC let, contenders. Let me, let me ask you, Corey, why you won't hear uh, as a. You know, you say you're 41 years old. I'm assuming that you were uh, uh, born and raised or definitely got some type of tenure from the city of Cleveland. No, uh, I, was, you... I, I was born in Cleveland, but I live in Charleston, West Virginia. Okay, okay. Yeah. So we get, look, we got, listen, and, and the Browns backers is big, bro. We we were a wild with it, okay? Yeah, uh, yeah. Listen, yeah, I'm, I'm from, I, I'm from East Cleveland. That, okay. That's my, okay. yeah. You, uh, no, no, I, I started off up there off uh, Eddie Road. I was on North Lock. Yeah, Road, so yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm Euclid, Euclid and Superior. That part, yeah. So, yep. listen, just on that note, though, before I ask you the question, you, you know what was the standard around there, man? You go you go get uh, KFC chicken and Popeye's biscuits right there across from each other. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Hey, and, and this and this comes to show you whenever I whenever I'm up in Cleveland, guess where I'm going? 
the Popeyes to that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. I, so I, let, I, let me ask you. So with this signing um, and what the Browns have shown over the last couple seasons, uh, what is your, you know, what is your, I ain't going to even say expectation. But what would you theorize how this season would go for the Browns? And even add in, if you can, you know, who do you think will now come to the Browns to help complete off, you know, what they what they need? I, I'm expecting, a, like, a little struggle because he's gonna play, he'll probably be out 46 games. Those those games, I'm, I'm expecting a little bit of struggle. I think this season will probably be a wild card team. That's what I'm expecting. I don't think we're going to win the division. But – Signing wise, I think we're. I would expect at least three players to come on just like short deals because they want to win. Give me I, some names. Give me some names. Me, me personally, me personally, I think uh, Clowney's coming back. I'll be shocked if he doesn't. Clowney. You seen a post that said uh, that they gave him yeah. a, a two-year, twenty-four million dollar deal offer. Uh, I, you know, I said if you ain't here earlier, I said I will offer Clowney. A four-year, sixty-four million dollar deal. I will give him forty guaranteed, and he has got to earn. You know that giving basically a ten million base salary, and then he just got to earn. Yeah, I mean, money. hey, I could also see, and like, well, who, who was that that said it earlier? I could see Jarvis coming back. At first, one hundred percent. At first, I didn't, but now I could see it, and get and whoever that was that said it, as if OBJ does it too. I'm telling you right now, listen, these guys, you know, the one thing we know is how much they love each other. Jarvis loves Cleveland, right? OBJ might not love Cleveland, but Jarvis loves Cleveland. And I can tell you one thing, Deshaun Watson will make OBJ love I know. I know. (laughs) I know. And I just got that feeling, man. I I think that it is possible. And I I wouldn't be surprised if, man, if if you start seeing, like – Tyrone Matthew and a few others come over here for short deals. I'm not going to be shocked. Oh, wait. Let me jump in on that too, Corey. Thank you for speaking. Stay on the forum, bro. We'll come back and circle back to you. Mr. Right, had his hand up for a minute. I'm about to uh, circle up to him in a second right after I say these couple little bits. Um, Tyron Matthew, bro, I ain't going to lie to you. That would be nice, but I don't want it. And, you know, four people jump down my neck. I just want to say this. The Browns are in a position where, you know, with a quarterback, they can virtually pick whoever they want to come over here because nine times out of ten. Yo, D. Yo, D. Clowney is coming back. There is that we official? Go. Well, he posted a picture of Deshaun on his Instagram. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's can you, Hey, hey, Jamal, can you, can you share that to me, man? I was about to say, hold on. I got my, listen, industry sports. I got him on here, man. They, when he find that post. Y'all can follow. Make sure y'all follow him too, bro. He the engineer behind it. Y'all always welcome to come on, especially when I do my other lives because I go on podcasts already on Spotify and all that. You know what I'm saying? But I Mystic, I want to get the Mystic too. So uh, but on the, on the Tyron Matthew note, um, I would like Jabril Peppers to come back because I feel like he fit more of what we wanted Ronnie Harrison to do. Yeah. Plus, we can use him on both sides of the ball and on the special teams game too. Um, but on that note, hold on. Let me go to Mystic, bro. Welcome to the Hey, D, I got to run. I got to run. I'll talk to you later, bro. For sure, DF. For sure, for sure. Make sure y'all follow DF, too. Follow his YouTube page. Follow him on Twitter. You know what I'm saying? He put up interesting content and stuff like that. We're going to get more action going on. But Mystic, 
Thank you. Welcome to the forum, man. You've been patient so long. Come on and speak your piece, my guy. Yo, what's up? Wait, Steve? DF, I came in here just for you, boy. What's going on? Hey, can you guys hear me all right? Yeah, we can hear you good, homie. All right. All right. If you hear a little bit background noise, I'm at work. But um, how much long do, or how much uh, do I have to talk? Oh uh, no, man! Just go ahead and talk. You feel what I'm saying? We definitely gonna get around. Uh, uh, all right, man. I'm, I, man. I am still freaking out and figuring out how in the world did this even happen? Like, I went from you know, I've been. I'm sure you've seen me in all these spaces now. I've been rocking with all of you guys for the last week now. I think yes, yes. Last night I was seriously crying. I don't know why. I was just down out crying last yesterday because I thought, here we go, for a couple more years, we're you know we're you know it's it, it's, it's gonna suck. And then, and then now this like we're I I don't know what to think. I'm like literally, we are now in our ever lifetime ready to be Super Bowl contenders and not be laughed at anymore. And not not to mention all the beef that we have with Steelers. I ain't worried about the Steelers anymore. Um and like to see all you know People are probably saying, you know, since since a lot of people are saying since, you know, we have like top five, top three now quarterback in the NFL, people are going to come here. I, I, without a doubt, would not see, uh, I would be happy to see Jarvis back, man. I love him. He was my favorite player. I was, I was crying when we released him, man. But now with this, I'm, I'm praying that we have him back. He, he built our Browns culture with our Jarvis was here for us and it was a really sad day when we had to release him but now with this there could be a big possibility he's back I, I, don't, I just I don't know I'm just like most of you guys are I just when I saw it I didn't even look at the check mark I saw his name I was like oh boy is this the fake one and then it was just like I'm crying, <laughs> but that's all. I'm gonna stop rambling. But yeah, that's how I'm feeling, man. I'm just this is unbelievable, <laughs> man. It's all good, uh, Mystic man. Look, this the trend game changer sports talk industry sports. You feel me, man? Ain't nothing wrong with you coming on here and speaking your honest, hot, uh, heartfelt feelings about our team and Cleveland Browns. You know what I'm saying? Regardless of what side of the fence we on about whatever subject or perspective when it comes to this team ain't nothing gonna change that we all passionate and we want to see our team succeed we want to see our name go back to glory we want to be able to kick it because cleveland is a fun city to kick it you can kick it in cleveland i know man hey um on a a side note though um you know i've been i'm not like I'm not old, old, I'm 22, but I've, you know, when I was in the Freddy era and all this other stuff, I'm like, I'm so glad we got Andrew Barry back as our GM because we would not ever be in this position to even land an elite quarterback ever. Like, I think, like, like, so, or we were, like people said, I think this is the best quarterback we ever had on Brown's history. 
So I'm just excited to see. I, I just wish now I'm, I'm ready for September. Can we bring in football now? Let's. I just want to get going. <laughs> but so, Mystic, we appreciate you tuning in, bro. Stay tuned in. I know you at right. work. If you get a chance to come back in while we doing rotations, bro. Oh yeah, I'm I'm definitely joining. You know the after dark man. I, if I wasn't sleeping because of you know how I was feeling about us not having a quarterback. Man, I'm not going to be sleeping because of how excited I am that we are not going to be losing anymore. But we're actually legitly now going to be winners for once in in many, many, many full moons. We are going to be actually winners. We going to be winners, man. Let's All right, you guys have a good one, but I'm going I'm to be listening. Like, go Browns and just... I, it's it's just unbelievable. I have respect to Andrew Barry and the front office. That's that's what it do, Mister Man. Appreciate you coming up, man. Listen, D Trent, Game Changer Sports Talk, Industry Sports Man. For everybody tuning in, listening in, we appreciate y'all up here. We gonna keep the rotations going right here. I'm gonna get the Rocco then swing back to JL. Just getting in there. Who been having their hand up the longest? All right, Rocco, go ahead and speak your piece, homie. All right. Um, I, I, I don't even know what to start. I don't know. You good, homie? Uh, no, it was uh, somebody was making noise in the background. Okay, um, bro. Go ahead. So, I don't know what to say. Like, okay, I want to play the doubles advocate here. I want to say... Okay. Okay, do that. All right. To anybody that's listening and they're they're on the fence with this, I say there's other players on this team that's worthy of rooting for if you there's people in here that disagree. There's no right and wrong feelings, you guys. Everybody is, you know, right. Wait, hold and on wrong. right quick, Rocco. Hold mm-hmm. on right quick, not to interrupt you. Misty, hit mute on your mic, bro. Oh, sorry. Um, you good so that way Rocco ain't breaking up uh, alright um, um, so you know everybody has a right in their, in their right and are valid of feeling the way they do but oh, you know keep in mind um, there are players in in our roster that are you got Miles you got we had Jarvis uh, you got Chubb we got you know other Tyler, we have other players that, you know, you could get behind and root for. You know what I mean? You don't have to like the QB or anything like that. I more I am more like like wild with Andrew Barry. Like one of the best negotiators, businessmen, along with Depotista in that office. If it wasn't, you know, those guys, you know, being around, you know, we wouldn't be where we at today in the roster that we have. That's the craft of these guys and what they 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 bring to our organization and fan base. And I know it's not easy to to probably even work around Jimmy Haslam, but um, I am like I I don't know. You guys got to give me a minute, like because I don't know how I feel about all this. Because remember, you know, there, there's still 22 cases out there, and he's not. It's not done. It's not over. 
No, it's not. It's not, Rocco. Okay, we're going to swing back to you, Rocco, because we're going to touch that subject while we're here. You know what I'm saying? But uh, Right now, before I even get to some old subject, you know, and kind of switch again to some more specifics about what this trade means and looking at the Browns roster going forward. I mean, since we're right here, we might as well talk about it. But yep, let me, let's let's talk in. about that. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Let, let my man JL get in here and speak his piece because he's been patiently waiting for a minute. You know what I'm saying? JL, go ahead and do your thing, bro. <sighs> First of all, the hardest shit to do is sit here and wait your turn when we got so much shit going on with the Cleveland Browns, yo. Like, but um, Rocco, I feel everything you're saying, bro. I do. But I just, I just felt like the, the contract, first of all, was record-breaking. If we're willing to put this type of bread on you, I'm pretty sure there are conversations that are happening that we haven't even – it hasn't even reached us yet. Like, they must know, okay, this shit is frivolous. Like, it's not going to stick. It's not going to stand. And a part of that package was cleaning up his image. I want to say the Haslam's have some type of – um. Don't they have some type of woman's organization or something like that in Cleveland? And that was a part of it. Like, yo, we're, we're going to help you with your image. And like, this is this is just how I put it. They didn't even want to put up with Baker's attitude and his nonchalantness and his, you know, comments on the coach. So bringing in Deshaun Watson that has way much more going on tells me a lot about his character. I feel like meeting him in person, mm-hmm. I feel like meeting him in person went way further than the money they was willing to throw at him. I feel like they say, oh, we left an impression on him. No, he left an impression on us. He left an impression on us. That means they sat with him and was like, all right. And he went to the other teams and because they came with that deal last. That means they liked him as a man. Like, you know what? I, I This dude seems solid. Like, Everybody need deserves a second chance. This is professional sports, bro. They will, if you, you know, you make a mistake and you got the talent, man, they don't care. They like, yo, we'll, we're willing to work with you. But just like let I me, said. Let me hold on, wait, Joyo, because I want you to finish talking that. I want you to finish talking that. But hold on, let, let me jump in on that on that point you just made right there. With yeah, the, yeah, go back. Um, they, they, um, with the, the way they looked at him as a man. And this is something I've been preaching since it first came up, okay? It was just so amazing how Deshaun Watson had an excellent character the whole time he's been a public figure, okay? I'm talking about from high school to college, he won national championships. You know what I'm saying? He was a first-round pick. They traded for him, okay? The whole time he was in Texas, he, he was in the community, bro. His record was squeaky clean. He was almost like the Obama of quarterbacks in the NFL, bro. Him and Russell, I'm talking about squeaky clean. You hear me? Squeaky clean. All wait, right. wait, 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 wait. I got I to toss something in there, D. Remember when he gave a part of his contract up to, like, charity his rookie right. year? Right. So, so just to go on to the point, you feel me, as J.O. add no, it's amazing how after they trade Jadavian and he speak out, after you see why it's video of him apologizing to Deshaun Watson for wasting his prime and his career and how Bill O'Brien how Bill O'Brien was allowed to handle and disassemble and dissect that team to what rubble we are witnessing today. Okay. And then all of a sudden, after Deshaun Watson tried to give y'all a chance, and he finally said, you know what? 
Y'all ain't gonna really do nothing. Y'all just trying to get money, bro. Just let me get traded. Oh, now you got sexual assault, Alex. Bro, I'm saying, man, I ain't the smartest. I ain't the sharpest tool in the shed, okay? But part of reading comprehension is examining the context clue. The things that lead up to a situation and all the things surrounding it that trans or that contributes to whatever comes to the result, all right? And there's no way you could tell me that when, especially when it came out, the DA of Texas is neighbors with the owner of the Texas. Come on, bruh. Like, you know, so when it comes to these allegations, I'm not saying that we should downplay the topic. What I am saying, though, is when we do serve this topic, the justice that it deserves, the necessary attention and the actual action that it deserves, we should not be using a guy who has none of this on his record and is basically being used as a poster child and a scapegoat for an owner who don't want to do right by what he has uh, assumed the responsibility of. And that just, and me making that point is just going, and if, if you need some examples of what I mean by that principle, what is the Flores investigation about? What is Snyder been under scrutiny about? What was the Raiders owner before they moved to Las Vegas under investigation about? And very other owners as well. So, you know, when we go place blame and do that, or when people speak their piece, I just want them to use the facts. And, and make sure they use all that when they speak on, speak on. Now, hold on. It's a couple people that actually came in. Welcome to the live. Welcome to the spaces. Welcome to the uh, uh, to the broadcast. D-Trend, Game Changer Sports Talk, Industry Sports. We're streaming on all live platforms. All right, Facebook, Twitter. You know what I'm saying? YouTube, Twitch. I see a big tweet. Uh, let me let me get this right. Big Tweez. Big Tweez, 216. Pleasure to have you on here, my guy. You've been waiting for a minute. Go ahead and speak your piece. Ghost, I see you. I'm going to add you to the circle in a second. But let Big Tweet speak. What's happening? Can y'all hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. You can turn it up just a couple of little bits, but we can hear you. Can you hear me now? You, you loud and clear. Yeah, you good. Uh, yeah, one thing I want to uh, harp on is we as people are so quick to judge other people like it's so crazy, man. Like, and, and like, he, like, like D was just speaking on. Like, come with facts, man. Like, come with facts. Don't just sit up there and come up in here and be like, "Oh, man, he's this and he's that." Because people are just so. It's just, it's just social media. It's just social media world we live in, where it's like, if it's on the internet, it's true. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. If if if, right. if, it, if it's on the, if it's on the internet, it's true. If mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, whatever allegation that it's true, it's automatically true. Man, you're not in that court mm-hmm. going with them. You're not sitting up there with them DAs and all them, man, we not, we don't have nothing to do with that. And like I said, this, and to harp on that uh, Houston, Texas organization, look at some of the stuff that they've done. Look at how they did, first of all, look at how they did Andre, uh, DeAndre Hopkins. Look at how they did Andre Johnson. That that organization has been, had smut on their name Beep. for a long time. For a long time, and and it's a pattern. It's a pattern. So you mean to tell me this man has had clear? Um, hold on one second. But that's the thing, D and Big. You know, you have to judge the situation because if you don't judge, how can one, you know, like like give an opinion or help the fellow man out without judgment? There's righteous judgment and there's unrighteous judgment. <clears throat> unrighteous judgment to me is like. Well, look what you did. 
and you can't tell me anything because you did this. Righteous judgment in me is like somebody coming to you and you're just analyzing, you're listening, you're looking. And and I just think that um, with the Browns is they're just, they're judging the situation, but at the same time, they're, they're being analytical. They know, you know, they ain't going to make a big move if they did not know something. No, that's a fact. That's a fact. I, you know, and, and on this basis and just, you know, and, and I'm going to just say on this basis for everybody that's been came on. First off, I appreciate all y'all tuning in. Everybody who's joining in, you know what I'm saying? Please share the broadcast. You know what I'm saying? I all will definitely recommend y'all come in on a regular basis, all right? But Andrew Berry has been getting a lot of play, uh, praise and righteously so. You know what I'm saying? This man has came in and represented not only for the city of Cleveland, but, you know what I'm saying, just for uh, just for us African-Americans. Man. Us African-Americans who love football, who are diehard uh, sports fans, Browns fans, who only want to see the team get better and do better. You know what I'm saying? Who 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 just want to be? You know what I'm saying? Just be a part of it. You know what I'm saying? This just this just goes so many. This this can, this has the possibility of being such a monumental moment and groundbreaking to something that could be so exceptional for the city of Cleveland, for the state of Ohio. You know what I'm saying? For that our whole region who's been so overlooked and so downplayed and so just just victimized and crippled. victimized because how long we've been the mistake on the lake you know what I'm saying how long we've been oh they are dope. oh you yo, your career go there to die what are they saying today people what are they saying today right and, now and that's the, the big that yo D that's the biggest thing y'all like everybody in here I know is a diehard Browns fan they laugh at us because they watching us and they know yeah, they, they they close, but fuck it. We gonna laugh at them because that's what we supposed to do. The, every move we make is under a microscope. like, And that's why it's like, fuck it. If I gotta hit you while you off guard, I'm gonna do that. Like, we, we need to play, like, we need to, we gotta get it out the mud too. These other NFL franchises that's been winning, the Patriots been cheating all these years, the flake. Like, bro, if we gotta get our hands a little dirty too, and we are already calling us the laughing stock, Bruh, fuck that. We we gonna we gonna get it out the mud too. It is what it is. But this isn't like we're investing into a bad person. Like like I said, they went down there and met with that man. They said, "Oh, the Browns left an impression on Deshaun." No, no, no. He left an impression on them. Fact. That he, part, that part. he left an impression on them. They said, "Man, fuck that. We about to throw the bag at this boy." Like, you know what I'm saying? And and if you think about it, y'all, even before Deshaun ever got in trouble. When have you ever heard him speak? When his coach broke apart the whole team, dogged out, um, what was his name? The, the wide receiver that went to the Cardinal. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins. Dogged him oh, out. Why are you? you in a second. I'm about to get to you in a second. Why are you bringing your baby mamas to practice? Like, dogged him out. Deshaun never spoke once. He just said, hey, y'all, I'm, I think I want to be in a different city. And now all these allegations come out like... Just, just, just sit back and watch, man. This dude is not a bad. He's not a bad guy. Like, he's not. He's not a bad guy at all. I, I see y'all with y'all hands up. I see the request. We gonna cycle back through it. We gonna cycle back through it. Hey, make sure y'all hit the follow button on me. If you go on the other platforms, your YouTube. If you got a Twitch, you got a, uh, you know, a, a Instagram. 
you know what I'm saying? Follow me, D Trent, follow industry sports. You know what I'm saying? We do this on a regular basis. I'm gonna always be welcoming people to come in and talk. We talk about all sports. It's just right now, this is a hot button topic because you know this is a Browns town. I got people in, they wanna speak. I got people in that's on a request. I'm about to let y'all in on a request, but we're gonna go to Ghost. We're gonna switch over to Bex. All right, we're gonna come back to Mystic, and then I'm gonna go ahead and bring in Joey. You know what I'm saying? And let y'all speak your piece. So welcome to the forum. Ghost, go ahead and say what you gotta say. Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you pretty good, homie. Welcome to the forum. It's a pleasure to have you, my man. <clears throat> yeah, no, I just had a quick question. I don't know if any of you guys know. Um, as far as the allegations against Watson, was there ever um, any law enforcement involved at any scene of the, like, at any of the altercations or whenever he was accused? Like, because from what I read, I don't think I remember, like, I feel like that's kind of a big deal in how we judge, um, how we judge the allegations. And from what I read, um, I don't remember seeing, like, there was never any law enforcement that was actually, like, alerted when it happened. So I'm not saying that's the end-all, be-all, but I feel like that's kind of a uh, a big deal if that's the case. I, I don't know. If, does anyone know uh, how that went down? I, let, let me – I'm going to chime in first. Uh, there's probably a few people that's going to want to get in on that topic, so we definitely going to swing around. I know y'all got stuff to say. No, I'm going to get to you. My phone charged. I've been juicing up ready, so I understand. I'm going to get to you. Um, as far as what Ghost is asking, and what he's specifically asking is, through any of the 22 allegations and all the accusations, has there ever been a police call involved where, you know, Police had to get involved to, you know, restrain or, you know, uh, get a hold of the situation. And as far as I know, unless anybody else has proof and can bring that up, please bring it to the table. I have not even heard that come up as a topic. You know what I'm saying? Over this whole year plus that he's been under investigation by not only the state of Texas, but also multiple women organizations. You know that, that, that's a big deal. That is. I mean, that's that's a big deal for people on this space that are, you know, saying one side of the story, which seems like a lot of people on Twitter are. I mean, like you bring that up. I think that holds a lot of weight and should, you know, carry a lot of opinion for a lot of people. No, that, no that's a fact. That's a fact. I think as far as the investigation part, they – he was he, he was cleared of all judicial so he so he will not be charged with anything when it comes to the case so now it's just the civil stuff with the 22 supposed indictments with the women okay trav 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 you uh oh you say you sound like a guy who knows something about the legal system you know what i'm saying not that you just said nothing extravagant it was just your whole tone the way you came on. So definitely stay on here. I'm going to circle back to you, too. I got um, uh, Ghost, thank you for your uh, um, for your question and your comments. Stay on. I'm going to circle back to you, too. Let's go to Bex. Bex, you done had your hand up for a minute. Welcome to the forum. Thank you for uh, tuning in. See what you got to say, homie. Hey, what's good? Can you guys hear me? Yeah. All right. So just to kind of mentioned something that I feel like a lot of people 
either I wouldn't say are forgetting but are kind of overlooking is that a big play or a big player in this trade is D Haslam who is a huge advocate for like women's I guess support throughout Cleveland and just throughout I guess like the country um but I just can't see a way that she signs off on this with it actually resulting in like I guess a bad manner so for a lot of people to kind of take premeditated shots at him just kind of I don't know like I'm I'm gonna be the first one to switch if if all this comes out bad but I just can't see a way that I don't know that she signs off on this with uh how everything's going but I don't know just my two that was a part of their pitch they he said hey my wife runs an organization in Cleveland that can help clean up your image like that was a part of the pitch and I like I said I don't worry you think you were in here I'm saying like Watson left an impression on them, man. We didn't leave an impression on him. Like, he still met with the other teams. They said we were dead last, you know? And if you heard about the first offer, it was minimum. We threw like, yeah, well, let's see if we can get him for this bullshit. Like, but once they met with him, I think that's what changed everything. Like, hold on. They're saying this dude did what? Like, no, no, we're, we're all in on this dude. And he's a superstar? Oh, my gosh. Like, we want him. We want him in Cleveland. Like, you know what I'm saying? And there's been plenty of players that bump their heads, they get cleaned up in the right organization, and they change it around. Like, it just is what it is. And I'm tired of Cleveland being a butt of the joke while so-and-so over here had allegations, but they cleaned him up, and now he's making a Super Bowl run. Like, I'm tired of that, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we got to – it's Cleveland, bro. Not only do we got to fight against the refs and then the rest of the NFL – like now they're trying to put us against the moral compass when the entire NFL has always moved like this. They like a player. Oh, he's dealing with some stuff. Fuck it. Bring him in. Let's see if he can figure it out. Like everybody else does that. Like, but when Cleveland, listen, the Baker situation, every team in the NFL looks to upgrade their position. For some reason, when Cleveland decided, everyone wanted to fall out <laughs> and just like make it seem like we were doing the such the Worst thing in the world. I'm like, what? And then, of course, Baker didn't help by putting out that letter, just pandering to the fans. Like, but whenever we do something, like, do something, it's under a magnifying glass, bro. We can't win. We can't lose. But fuck it. I say we need to do us and keep it pushing. Yeah. And and I get that. I I fully support that, too. Um, And I guess the other thing I just wanted to add, too, was – Kind of how crazy was it, or is it, I guess, today? Um, kind of the first time in my life that we weren't really the butt of the joke. Like, I almost want to say, like, this is the first time that Cleveland, like, sports have proved to me, I guess, like, post-LeBron stuff, especially, like, the Browns football, that they've proved to me that, like, they don't want to settle anymore. I can't remember ever being just in talks with a top talent player like this, and now to be able to land them, I don't know. It's just it's just crazy for me, but I appreciate you guys putting me on. Oh 
come on here. D Trent Game Changer Sports Talk. All right, we got let me swing around to a couple people. I got Mystic and then I got Joey Cyber Guy. He been hold they been holding their hand up for a minute. Go ahead, Mystic, speak your piece. Hey, thanks again for allowing me to speak again. I just want to say this real quick. Shout out for you, uh, D, for hosting this space for us. Um, Ain't no problem, my man. Man, I love jiving with the people, man. We, you know, put these ideas out here, man. I know a lot of people, you know, got good ideas to put out here about the Browns. And, you know, if I can provide a forum that can do that and let people feel comfortable, man, y'all always welcome. But go ahead and continue. Uh, yeah, yeah. I dropped you a follow a couple days ago, I think, for, uh, from hearing you in these spaces. But um, I want to, like, I mean, would it be crazy to say, right, we get to the Super Bowl and we won a Super Bowl? Bro, we got to have an Andrew Barry, a statue. No, that's like, a... like isn't that like we, we need to have an Andrew Barry statue, Progress Stadium or whatever. He needs to just, we have to have a state uh, statue of Andrew Barry. It has been the best thing that ever happened to us and this organization in and God knows how long. <laughs> Man, that's real, Mystic. That's real. He has been transcendent. He has been yeah. imperative, uh, if not the the engine, you know what I'm saying, that has moved yeah. this thing forward. You know what I'm saying? Um, um, and we are definitely privileged to have him. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Oh, go ahead, finish speak your piece right after you. I'm going to swing over to Joey, the cyber guy, waiting patiently for a minute. You know what I'm saying? I'll just say one last thing. Like, you know, we are so lucky, lucky that Andrew uh, Barry came back. And I don't think Air, or, Air, uh, sorry, I'm stumbling my words because I'm just too excited about all this. I don't think Andrew Barry would have came back if he knew that we were, you know, the best thing for the city. Like, really, as NFL, we are known to be the best fan base there is in the NFL. Us Cleveland people, or in Browns, we are the best fan base there is in the NFL. And I, and that's on word. But other than that, uh, you can put me to listeners and get all other people talking. But yeah, I I love you guys. Go Browns. And we're in for a hell of a five-year being a winning team. Yes, yes, yes. Mystic, I appreciate you speaking. Hold on. Right before I get to Joey, the cyber guy, I just added a few guys. I see Goop. I see Alex. I'm a swing to y'all right after uh, Joey, the cyber guy, save this piece. Uh, like I say, thank everybody who's in these spaces. Continue to still listen. I appreciate everybody if they hit me with the share. You know what I'm saying? Hit me with the follow. You know what I'm saying? If you got an alternate device, you know what I'm saying? Go on your YouTube or your Facebook. You know what I'm saying? And follow these same names, D-Trend and Industry Sports. It's also on Spotify. It's on Anchor. You know what I'm saying? So feel free to tune in, go back, listen to old stuff and all that. But we vibing right now, all right? We talking Browns. We talking Deshaun Watson. We talking what may happen at Baker Mayfield. We talking what's going to go in, um, you know what I'm saying, with the rest of the team. And like I say, while we doing this, though, let me tell you all, for those who coming in and who about to speak and those who joining on, let's push the conversation forward, y'all. Let's talk about who we want to come over here and who going to come in. Now, this is what I say. We needed to upgrade our passing game, our interior uh, run defense, 
uh, specifically defensive tackles and middle linebacker. Uh, and we need to upgrade our special teams game. Uh, we signed Jakeem Grant, uh, a speedster from Miami, if you're not hip, war number 13, very electrifying, three-time pro bowler. Uh, three and four years, he's going to very definitely add an element. And I feel like a teaching factor to guys like Anthony Schwartz and uh, Demetric Felton, who will still be on this roster. Um, I'm not sure what's going to happen with Dearness Johnson. They probably going to keep him, though, because, like you say, we already know that the cap going to go up and things like that going to happen. But as you all come on and speak, and I know you're going to hit on some of the points that we talked about, but definitely you got some freedom to push the conversation forward. Let's talk about the future a little bit. So let's go to Joey the Cyber Guy. We're going to hit up Goop, and then we're going to shoot over to Alex. Let's roll. Go Browns. What's good, peoples? How's everybody feeling today? I know I feel great. So, uh, yo, I'm very happy about getting to Sean. I mean, this definitely puts the Browns, you know, out of the laughing stock into the driver's seat. But, um, you know, I just want to talk about Deshaun Watson's cases and everything else. Um, let's first of all, let's get the facts straight. Um, he the D.A. brought 10 possible cases before a grand jury with the evidence they had at hand of everything of all 10 of the cases they brought beforehand. The grand jury did not bring indictments on nine of the cases, and the DA decided not to go forth with the 10th case because they realized it's probably going to get shot down as well. So unless some other crazy evidence comes out that, you know, something truly bad happened, you know, I don't think there's anything else that's going to, you know, go down with the evidence that they have. So criminally, he's never, you know, he's not getting charged. Let's get past it. The civil trial, you know, that's the civil trial. Let it go. Um, you know, that he has to go before a jury. It's not a criminal charge, though. So that's the thing. Uh, it's either going to get settled and sealed and nobody's going to know anything about it. But, hey, uh, like everybody said, we need, you know, uh, Andrew Barry had to do his job. His job is to upgrade the team at each and every position, you know, and, and it was definitely, uh, you know, upgrade over Baker. Um, Baker was in his feelings and he true he showed himself being pretty unprofessional, which is going to hurt his future. But overall, I'm just happy uh, as far as, you know, adding to the team. Uh, you know, everything's all set. You know, if you look going into the offseason, our biggest offensive weak spot was quarterback defense. We could still address it here and there with a little bit of the D line. But uh, overall, man, thank you guys for, for these spaces. It's awesome. I'm happy. I'm ready for football season to start. Let's go, Brownies. Oof, oof. Oh, that was strong. Let's go. Let's go. Let's let's move over to hey, Joey. Thank you for speaking your piece. Please stay tuned in. I'll definitely swing back around to you. You want to speak some more of your pieces as the conversation progresses. Uh, like I say, thank everybody who win. I see a couple people in here. I'm about to be adding you in a minute. Let's go over to Goop. And then uh, I think Alex left. Uh, but let's go over to Goop. All right. And I'm going to add a few things in before we go into the next speaker. So, Goop, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for your patience, my man. Go ahead and speak your piece. All right. What's up? So when I, uh, yesterday, I, um, I, you know, I was so depressed, you know, it looked, it looked like the front office was a mess. It looked like everything was, was doomed. The sky was falling, at least to me. And then I, I woke up at 1 PM and I was just, I left my, for my phone and I looked at my phone for a sec and then boom, this trade happened. And let me tell you, I was calling everyone. I was so excited. It was like when we traded for Odell, except this is actually going to be a good trade. And I don't know how everything's going to shake out, 
but it does show that the front office and the owner truly do want to win no matter what. And they put winning above everything. And that's what you want in a owner and a general manager. And also, we still have some second round picks here. You know, we're not completely without draft capital. You could hit on some second rounders too. You know, we could still be excited come draft day. You know, heck, they even might trade into the first round. Who knows? You know, so people saying, you know, that we might not have a future if, you know, Deshaun, we still have some picks here. It's not like we're totally out of the woods. Second rounders are very valuable. Anyways, uh, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll try to listen for a few more minutes. I have to go to class soon. I just wanted to come in here and say, you know, this is so exciting and I'm so ready for next season and I'm so ready for the draft and for more free agents to come in. And thank you for letting me speak, D. I gave you a follow. And I'll be sure to listen in the future. Go Browns. Go Browns, man. Thank you. Go Browns. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for speaking your peace, Goop. You always welcome, man. Everybody, like I say, y'all always welcome. Please hit me with the follow, the share, the like. You know what I'm saying? Get your people to tune in right now. We talking Browns. We talking the future of the Browns. Now that we got Deshaun Watson in place with the things that we have. We've signed a few people already. Taven Bryan came over from the Jaguars. I don't know if a lot of people know about Taven Bryan, but if, you, uh, if you've if you been following me or if you go back on my history, he's somebody I brought up at the beginning of um, uh, free agency that I said would fit well. And the way the reason I said he would fit well is because this guy is 6'6". And let me throw this in here too. When I go to the next speaker, I'm going to shoot over to Austin, then I'm going to shoot over to Mac. Uh, Austin been up here waiting for a minute too. Uh, so I'm gonna shoot over to them next, but let me get this in. So uh Taven Bryan, uh six six guy, I wanna say somewhere around two ninety, three hundred pounds, uh came from Florida. Yeah. Um and you know, and what gave me the mindset and put me on the mind of him uh was watching Malik McDowell. You know, it is very unfortunate. And I know everybody, you know, says it and, and you know we don't know what a person's situation is. If you ever play football or any contact sport, hockey, rugby, uh, whatever the case, you know, when you play it at a high level and you put your all into it, it has a very inf mental influence, uh, a very heavy mental influence. I know I ain't worried that right, but y'all get that what I'm getting. Like, it, it does something to you. That mind state of trying to do your best all the time to get things perfect, to be looking at how other people judge you and how you fit as a piece of the cog, you know, it wears on you. And then people got lives even outside of this stuff. So we never know what's going on. And I say that to say, you know, it's unfortunate for Malik McDowell. We would love to keep having him, but we, you know, we want to make sure that he gets the help he needs and it's not, you know, and it's not the end for him. You know what I'm saying? But moving on with Brown's talk, you know what I'm saying? Having him there, his build, the way he moved, the way he was able to operate between the tackles, uh, in between Miles Garrett and Jadavian Clowney, I just was like, damn, you know, look at how Eric Donald moved, and, and looking at, uh, I think of a Marcel Darius and a Pat Williams and a Kevin Williams, and how you know, a, a, a Calais Campbell, a Calais Campbell, how you know, how guys like that, six six you know, who can move, who can really move the interior. How would a guy like that open it up 
for a guy like Jadavian, who's good at run stopping, and a guy like Miles, who's good at going after the quarterback. So I felt like even though we probably wouldn't grab a stud, maybe we might not be in a range to get a Jordan Davis, who I think is the guy that would ideally fit there if we getting rookies to fit that position or moving up in some type of capacity to do something like that. But I just felt like Taven Bryant's built, uh, him being over there with the Jacksonville Jaguars, uh, you know, there Josh Allen got off while he was there. You know, uh, Ningakwe, uh, I, I don't know how to say his first name, but the guy that went from there to the Ravens and now he went to the Raiders, and now I think he went to Chiefs or something, whatever the case. You know, he thrived over there while Taven Bryant was in that middle with Alu Alu. That guy's been over there for a minute. So I'm glad they got that guy. Anthony Walker was brought back. So I felt like they, they're making – I felt like, you know – I'm thinking like the GMs and them thinking, you know, develop the passing game, get that where it needs to be, get the interior run stop game where that needs to be, you know what I'm saying, and, and build up on the um on, on the special teams. Now we need a, a kicker, we need a punter, you know what I'm saying, and we still need to find out, you know, what can we add to that defensive tackle room and that middle linebacker room because we believe in JOK, we believe in Jacob Phillips. We believe in the versatility that Grant Delpit would bring. But now that a Ronnie Harrison's gone, and I would like to see Grant Delpit more playing more free or strong safety on a regular basis, what about bringing Jabril back and letting Jabril add not only to the weapons on the team, but, you know what I'm saying, but to the, to the, to the return game, to the versatility with the defense and how uh, Joe Woods wants to play, uh, you know, and mess with the linebackers. You know, I've been a big proponent of, you know, wait a minute. Let me not ramble because I'm a rambling type guy and I love these Browns. No, so nah, fuck you it. Know what I'm saying? We, so, we Austin, it hold on. It's some guys that's been waiting though, bro. Austin, you've been patiently waiting for a long time, my guy. Appreciate having you on the forum, my guy. Go ahead and uh, go ahead and speak your piece, man. Welcome on. Bro, I was just about to run through a wall, man. Like that's that speech is fire, dude. But yo, like, real quick. There was a lot of dome talk before Watson and everything, and I know he wanted to play in warmer weather, like what I DM'd you, D. But do you think that's a possibility if Deshaun does play out that we do get a dome? Yes. Yes. And don't go nowhere because I want you to come right back. You've been patiently waiting. Don't go nowhere. Yes. Because, for one, and I said this earlier, when Jimmy Haslam first brought the team from the Sun Learner, that went on and, and run the Manchester U right now, if you don't know nothing about that, all right? He first said that he wanted to bring more excitement back to the city of Cleveland. That's something he's always been wanting to do, even though he was a Pittsburgh guy. It's something that felt home to him, all right? And one of the reasons why he bought the Browns, on top of the fact that his wife loves the Browns, you know what I'm saying? So he was thinking business. She was thinking, you know, uh, history. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, importance. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, relevance. Uh, I ain't found the words yet. But anyway, when it comes to the retractable roof, with the things that's been going on in Cleveland, you know what I'm saying? The building up of, of the uh, riverfront and the flats with the casino being added. You know what I'm saying? With a, a few other things that's been going on. You feel what I'm saying? I totally believe that he pitched that to Deshaun Watson who probably said something about not probably being able to perform at a high level in that type of weather, unpredictable weather on a consistent basis. And I think if you pay a guy $230 million, you believe that his production on the field is going to enhance what you have and drive and bring in more revenue 
more sponsorship, more more attention, not only to the city of Cleveland, not to the Cleveland Browns, but the city of Cleveland and going alongside with whatever the Cavs is doing too. You know what I'm saying? So, Austin, I'm definitely with you on that. I think that is very possible. And I would think we should start looking at places within the Northeast Ohio region where they could probably move it and still get everybody and make it a big spectacle with jobs and everything like that. But, Austin, what else you got going on, bro? I should got a follow-up to that, too. Now, if they do build a dome, are they going to add a detachable, retractable, whatever the hell it's called, onto the top of Fruz? Jeez, I can't talk. First energy? Or are they just going to flatten it, build a brand new stadium, go from there? To be honest, bro, to be real with you, they might do both. And I'm going to tell you why I think they might do both. Because as the NFL is expanding, um, you're starting to see, uh, like, like I feel like in some of this, within this next decade, the NFL is going to do something like the NBA is doing and do some type of G League. Uh, I don't, they ain't gonna call it the G League, but just with them trying to expand, go overseas, and things like that, uh, that stadium can be converted into a lot of things. So I feel like they'll try the retractable thing if it fits, but it's a big possibility that we could see the the Brown Stadium being moved to somewhere different, not out of Cleveland or, or not necessarily out of Cuyahoga County, uh, but somewhere we gonna lose some type of attraction. You know, it could be along the riverfront. I mean, you you don't know. We got the metro parks that's got a lot of area that they could probably manipulate between. Like, it's a lot of space. If you from Cuyahoga County and you know, I mean, it's things. But I'm saying you could probably see a combination of both. They could probably try to do it for the first couple of years. And if things spike, if we do like two Super Bowls in a row, four consecutive Super Bowls, you then you might see them talking about putting another stadium in and then converting the old stadium into something different. Or, you know, using that and meshing it with what they can expand with the uh, Great Lakes Science Center and the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. You know what I'm saying? So, um, hey, I hate to cut you off real quick, but uh, no, you good. Miles Garrett just tweeted three minutes ago, just – eyes it's scary it's something scary. else is brewing it's getting scary hey listen oh. let's not forget wait can you can can you say that again i didn't catch that miles garrett just tweeted three minutes ago for now uh just eyes something's brewing i don't know what i don't know if they're talking about clowny what I, they got something i think clowny is already back bro um, I think, like I said before, it was reported. Uh, I seen because I, I ain't like I've been in the spaces with y'all. I ain't even been on my Twitter feed just because I already juiced my phone up and I wanted to be able to get live with this and stay with y'all and interact. So y'all are more than welcome to, if you see it, post it, talk about it, tune in, throw your hand up, you feel me? I'm going to get to everybody that I can when I can, the way I can, you know what I'm saying? Because we all love our bronze. We want to speak our peace. Uh, but in response to the eyes, you feel me? Like I say, interior run defense, all right? And now that we done lost Harrison, we done lost uh, MJ Stewart, you got to remember, we still got Denzel Ward, who about to get re-signed. And speaking on Denzel Ward with the re-sign, because I know people want to talk about what they think he go get, bro. I said Denzel will probably get I think now he probably might get five years, like 105, 110 million. I think he'll get 60 guaranteed. He might even get six years, bro. Um, 
because with him, uh, Newsom, who's still in the contract for another four years, Greedy Williams, who's on his last year and is probably going to get the extension, he probably going to get something like a two-year, fifteen million, maybe a three-year, twenty billion, just to just to see if he going to hold up because of his injury history. But they really want to keep him. Um, uh, we still got Troy Hill. You know, we got JJ three. Um, we got a uh, yo. You you know who's out there in free agency? I'm sorry, dude. I hate the baby, but you know who's out there still in free agency? Who out there? The honey badger. The honey badger. I was just still about like, to bring that up. I was yeah, honey badger's out there. So, and honey badger got a championship ring. Honey badger. He was close to being defensive player of the year. So you know, I, he's definitely got a lot of maturity and a lot of championship knowledge. He could bring a good, calming veteran influence to the locker room. And so, we do need a safety. So, gentlemen, this is where y'all probably going to get controversial with me, and I welcome it. It ain't nothing, but I'm going to play devil's advocate right here because I understand that it's only one football. There's only so many people that can make plays, and people still got to earn their money. As much as I would love Honey Badger and as much as he would bring to this team, Honey Badger still want to get paid right now. And in my opinion, if I'm going to play a play a, if right now with the team I have, if I'm going to pay a player to come in and do that, I don't want him at that age. I like Jabril Peppers because he gives me more versatility for what I want to do on my team. He is my former pick. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't the regime that got rid of him. And right now I feel like his skill set fits ideally Imagine Jabril with JOK and Dale Pitt. You ain't even got to move JJJ three round no more. He could just back there and call plays. You ain't even got to move uh, um, uh, Denzel Ward. But the way I play ball, I play matchup ball. I play skill set versus skill set. So if I got a, a, a safety that could play good man-to-man -man with a certain type of uh, uh, receiver threat on the opposing team, and I got another player on my team that's got a skill set that could play in that safety role for a few plays, then I would rather do that. And with the versatility we have with our defensive backfield, added what we have with JOK, um, and what, uh, you know, the leadership we got with Anthony Walker, the smart caller, I, I just think that, I would rather just go with Jabril Peppers over Teron Matthew on the strength of what I'm building dynasty-wise. But he is not a bad suggestion. I would not be mad if they did it. What do y'all think about that? Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's I think that's a good point. I kind of, just to kind of add a little bit, because I know there's some people that want to talk to, but I think people are forgetting that a lot of free agency was actually held up for Watson's decision. So everyone that we think we know is available, like it just opened up a whole nother window of possibility for people that might not have been, I guess, free or completely on the market um, to be coming, I guess, to Cleveland or want to play with Watson. Uh, so I just wanted to add that too. No, that's for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. Um, I'm about to swing around to Corey. You feel me? He didn't have his hand up for a minute. Uh, welcome everybody to the forum. If you're just tuning in or if you've been in here for a while, it's always a pleasure to have you. I am D Trent. This is Game Changer Sports Talk Industry Sports. You know what I'm saying? Follow us on all social media platforms. You can also catch us on Spotify, Anchor, YouTube, Twitch. You know what I'm saying? Just look for the industry sports and look for D Trent. Um, we talking Browns, Deshaun Watson. Now we transition. We talking future. 
Uh, I'm going around to the to my man Corey, who went over here waiting for a minute. So welcome to the forum and thank you for wanting to speak your piece, man. What oh. you say, homie? Oh, not much, man. I was on here earlier talking, man. Look, I had oh, to get yeah, that's on. right. Okay, okay. From the yeah. voice, I remember. Yeah, I'm, dude, I'm still in shock, man. <laughs> yeah, I, I was sitting there talking to my wife about it, and uh, she, she was excited. It's 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 crazy, man. I don't. I'm just waiting to see like who who all comes now. Um, who you want, Corey? Who you want? Like, um, God, the, I, it's, it's kind of hard, man. I, I'm the one I want the most back is Jarvis. I've always, I've always Jarvis is probably my. He's been my favorite. He's one of my favorite Browns ever. I'm hoping he comes back. I, I got my fingers crossed for him. I, the only thing is, uh, I'm Jadavion Clowney. Somebody said somebody gave off a report before, like the in the off. Well, before free agency started. Somebody said he was considering retiring before he uh, he decided to go up for this long, like another big contract. It, it's kind of making me want to stay away from him because I, I don't know if he's going to put forth the effort. So, bro, I think whatever that report is is something that somebody tried to take uh, and make a, 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 a get a headline off of. No, nah, it, it, uh-huh. it, it was some. It was somebody. It was somebody big that was on like one of the on one of. The, on one of the stations, I can't. I can't remember who it was that said that. That's what they heard. I, so, from my perspective, you know, I'm not saying that it's not possible that he probably was mentioned in conversation. I don't think that's hot. That's first on the choice list. Yeah, I think his first choice was to get paid, but I think he wanted to stay with the Browns and get paid because yeah. I feel like he feel like, damn. With the team we got, bro, if we'd have had a, a quarterback, we'd have been sweet. So maybe yeah. I think Andrew Berry was telling him, like, bro, we about to go get Deshaun. You know what I'm saying? And listen, ain't nobody saying nothing, but, bro, you can't pay me to believe that every major player on the Browns team, every guy that yeah. got signed in these last couple years, every guy that's instrumental to the scheme did not hit Deshaun Watson up oh, and tell them I, how much they wanted yeah. him to play on their team. Oh, I figured that. Oh, and, and this is another. This is another thing with, with the defense. The defense is going to get a whole lot better now with Deshaun Watson because you can best believe this Browns team when he gets on the field, they're going to put up thirty plus points. That that's how much. That's what I'm expecting from these guys. No, he don't like that ass up in practice. That's what's going to get him back. Thirty. Wait, he nah. said thirty. Oh, yeah, nah, nah. The, the, bruh. Deshaun bruh, Watson. Bruh, hold on, hold on, wait, 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 bruh. Damn, we were putting up 40 with Baker, yeah. but I mean, jeez. Bruh, bruh, listen, bruh, let me take, listen, this, okay. So, Corey, you bring up, and this is what I say about moving the conversation forward. Welcome to Game yeah. Changer Sports Talk Industry Sports. You feel what I'm saying? So, listen, with the way that we play, it's all about creating turnovers and capitalizing on opportunities. Yep, the thing that we've not been able to see with this team is – getting a lot of production out of the return game. But it's hard to get production out of the return game if the defense isn't consistent. And it's hard for the defense to be the consistent if the offense isn't being the threat. Now, what makes Andrew Berry such a mastermind? And we cannot <laughs> about Kevin Stefanski. You know why? Because Kevin Stefanski, his boy. And unlike the other bronze regimes, they actually like each other. They call each <laughs> other on the phone. They kick it with their kids. They go out and have fun and cocktails. So we ain't worried about no type of 
you doing this behind my back or I'm yeah. behind your back. We ain't worried about that. You feel what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. But, uh, I'll, go I'll, I'll, I'll just say this because I, I think that this defense, they're going to they're gonna get a lot more turnovers. And this offense, they're not going to be – it ain't going to be like, you know, rolling out to the right and then you're expecting him to get intercepted. No, I'm expecting these guys to push the ball down the field. That's why I'm expecting Deshaun Watson. Bruh, Deshaun Watson is about to run the passing offense he wants to run. And I need I, I need y'all to follow me, okay? You know, I, I sound very heartfelt right now. I'm <laughs> I appreciate everybody on the forum. Tristan, I see you, bro. I'm about to get to you. Don't think I'm not gonna see you. Hey, no, take your time, man. Take your time. And, and once again, when I when I add you on, once I add you on and you get to speak for your first time, you do have a little liberty to chime in and jump in and sometimes. I just don't want people over talking each other because it's recorded and I want everybody to be able to speak their piece clearly. I do uh, insist that you keep raising your hands. That just gives me some type of record of who is in what type of order. And I know you want to speak. I ain't perfect, bro, but I promise you I'm going to get to you. You feel what I'm saying? Um, but this Browns team, I'm expecting Deshaun Watson to have full control of his passing attack. Deshaun Watson with Amari Cooper is tactician nation. Flat out. These are two of the most tactical guys at their position in the NFL, and they do it at a high level. And you know that by the way they be rewarded and what their stats contribute to them on the scale from the time they've been in the league to current day. All right? So you put him with him. And then you got Chubb and Hunt. You already know when you want to run special plays, you can use Felton and um and uh Schwartz. You still got DPJ who could basically elevate as a third receiver, but he's still a developmental guy because he's younger than the other guys, and you want to build a farm system, which the Browns have been doing, you know, a lot keeping guys like Mac Wilson for a minute and Sione Taki, <laughs> who may still be around. Guys like Jordan Elliott, who's been here for a minute, have been growing. Goes guys like Joe Jackson, guys like MJ Stewart, AJ Green, Curtis Weaver. Bro, I wouldn't even be surprised if they brought Curtis Weaver back just on the strength that they paying people when they need to get somebody for cheap. You feel what I'm saying? Like, it wouldn't even shock me at all. You know what I'm saying? But I expect, bro, I expect us to be the 50 balls. Excuse my French pause. You know what I'm saying? But I feel like, bro, with the team we got, Jadavian come back with the secondary we got, bro. And if they, I'm pushing for Jabril. Corey said, you were saying the guy that you want back is Jarvis, bro. I want Jabril back. I, I, if that's not been noticeable, you know what I'm saying? That I want Jabril, bro. I need that yeah. toughness Jabril bring. I need the fact that I can use him at linebacker. I can use him in the slot. I can use on the defense and on the offense. I can use him in a running back. I can use him in which I can use him whichever way I want him and still give other guys on my uh, team a chance to just really, you know what I'm saying, kind of do what they do and not put pressure on people. I can really have a rotation. So by the time I get to the playoffs in a 17-game season, I ain't wiped my dudes out. And even if I do got a few injuries, I still got a rotation of guys that I can go through. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, uh, Corey, though, bro, let me scoot around to these other people, bro. Please stay on the forum. It's always appreciating everybody talking. D-Trent, Game Changer Sports Talk, Industry Sports. Let's go to Tristan. And then let's scoot over to Tweez. Tweez, I'm about to add. I'm about to, I'm about to do some Tweez. But I'm going to you right after uh, Tristan. Tristan, welcome to the forum. Thank you for being patient. Speak your piece, homie. Hey, thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. 
Um, so there's a few things I want to say. I'm just going to kind of ramble on and then, you know, just kind of go from there. So first things first, to kind of go on top of what you were talking about before, right? Like, you know, with with the Deshaun and Amari thing, right? I was doing a lot of research on Amari Cooper when we got him. Every time he talks about, you know, the way he is as a receiver, he always talks about making it easier for the quarterback by, like, being so good with his route running. So that, for me, was an instant plus just because we didn't have any guys that were like that here before. You know, we, we don't really ha- – we haven't really had any guys that were, like, you know, route runner, like, specialists. So that excited me, right? Not only that, but I'm really excited because, you know, we're really about to see how good Kevin Stefanski is because you get a guy like Deshaun Watson who, you know, he's a bona fide superstar, right? And, you know, last year with Baker, he got heavily criticized for not scheming enough guys open and everything like that, even though a lot of the film showed that there were a lot of guys open. I mean, we saw OBJ's dad drop a video, Um, you know, so like that that's for me one of the exciting things, right, is we're about to see exactly how good Kevin Stefanski is, right? Um, you know, it's not entirely excitement just because of all the other stuff that is following him off the field, which, you know, I can only hope that he is able to make up for that in his own personal life. You know, that's the only thing I think any of us fans can do is just hope that he's able to redeem himself in that way. Um, you know, and then I, I mean, it's just, it's, it's exciting. It's exciting because it's, you know. The Browns also upgraded with Jakeem Grant in the special teams. He's he's a baller returner. I mean, he's only had one year that he's been in the league so far where he hasn't had a return for a touchdown on special teams, which is incredible. And I put up a tweet. Uh, I don't know if you guys can see it, but, you know, the Browns still have eight picks for this draft, and they're probably going to get at least one pick for Baker. So us in the trade market, we can still do something in the trade market. So – that's exciting. We can still improve this team. And, you know, I just got a feeling like it's not over yet. And, you know, uh, with Case Keenum, I wouldn't be shocked if we cut him for that cap space. So we can sign some other guys at, at key positions, you know. So that's the thing about Andrew Barry, man, is like he signed that Austin Hooper deal his first year. It was his first signing. He was able to get out from under it and get cap off of that. So, it's just like it was a genius move the way he structured that contract, you know, and, and, and just all around. Andrew Barry, everything he's done, he's minimized risk and he's just like taken advantage of every single reward he possibly could have. Now, what picks do we have left? So we've got for this year, we've got all of our picks besides our first rounder. So we, got all our, so, we got, so we got all our second round picks. Yep. Yes, we do. Wow. And we got our thirds. Yep. Yeah, we, we, we got, got all our second rounders for the next, uh, for we, we got, whenever. We, yeah, 2022, yeah, 2023, 2024. Yeah. Round yeah. Round yeah. Yeah. It's so we're losing first round this year. Yeah. So it was, it was just such a great deal for Barry. Like, I mean, I was expecting, like, I personally was expecting us to, like, part with Denzel Ward or somebody big. Like, I was emotionally kind of preparing myself for it if we were going to do this deal. And I mean, man, like, wow. I mean, from from an asset, like just the, the asset that Deshaun Watson is, right? 
like Andrew Barry just hit it out of the park with that. No, that um, no, y'all y'all bring up some really good points. Um, uh, I um, my fault, y'all. Is in between doing a couple of things, so you gotta excuse me for the stutter, stutter box. Um, I I feel like with the picks we got, with the ammunition we got, I think this is about precision now. I think Tristan brings up a good point, and thank you for speaking, uh, uh, bringing those tidbits on. Please stay tuned in. Uh, keep working with us. Um, oh, hey, you're breaking up really bad. I don't know if anybody else is hearing that. Hello? Can you hear me now? Yeah, that's better. That's better. Okay, okay. Appreciate you letting me know. Uh, like I was saying, thank you for them tidbits. Please stay tuned. Don't jump back in. Um made of and what game really it looked like. Um I think it's about precision now. You know for a fact you got a quarterback as a running back to throwing as a top rated so virtually everything's at your disposal. You got uh two Hey you're still cutting out really bad my man. Yeah I was just about to jump in Yo, yo, how this sound? Is that better? Uh, you cut out a little bit there, but it's 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 better now, yeah. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah, my fault, y'all. My fault, y'all. Um, I was saying, uh, Kevin, you were saying, Kevin, we got to see what Kevin Stefanski made of. Um, and I do, I, I do, und- I am with you on that point. Uh, and I think it's about more precision using our ammunition and what we got with what's available. It's about parent, what you think pairs best with what we have and what we trying to do. So, you know, I guess it's about being versatile, being able to attack the game for whatever angle you need to attack it to execute a win. Um, so you can ground it. You got a good offensive line. Um, but we specifically speak on the passing game. So you got Deshaun, you got Amari, and you got um, uh, David Njoku. Uh, what receiver fits good as a number two? What receiver fits good as a slot? Is Jakeem Grant only going to be used as, you know, just a trickster guy or, or just on special teams? Uh, like, like what type of offense is we running a, a, a pistol? Is we running a shotgun? Is we running everything? Like, you know what I'm saying? But I, I just want to know what, you know, what specific pieces are we looking at? Because all of us look at the draft. We look at the prospects. We look at all the teams and what they got. We read the news to see who's available. Talk to me, y'all. Talk to me. T- tell me who do you think. And feel free, you know, right now I'm going to leave it open for them and leave people a chance to huh? keep jumping in back and forth. 2003 Volkswagen Jetta. Oh, three. You said, you said Volkswagen Jetta. Oh, Hello? Can oh, you my, hear me good? Oh, my, I forgot I was on mute. I'm at work trying to tell you. <laughs> okay. Okay, y'all go ahead. Okay, I got you. I got you. Yeah, right now I'm going to definitely uh, open a forum to those that speaking. Uh, you can uh, jump in, talk in on, on the topic right now. Um, but tell me specifics, man. What what pieces, what what receivers, what defensive tackles, what linebackers, what, what you know, 
what guys can we go after? What are we gonna have to give up for them? What are we doing? You said you said you said to get uh, to give up on or to, or to the, grab. No, to, to, yeah, to get to acquire to to complete the team. Oh, well, we got Amari. Well, we got Njoku. If I must, bro, I'm bringing in. Uh, like I'm gonna try to bring it. We need. We need. This is what this is what the Browns need, right, bro? We need smart football players. We're talking about smart players who know where they're supposed to be at all times. Because last year. It was a lot of guys that was, there was a lot of guys that were just out of place or not in the right spots at the right times. And I'm talking about on defense. You know what I'm saying? Like we need a guy like Tyron Matthews who don't need no coach to tell him where to be. He just that shit is in him. It's instincts. You know what I'm saying? Like a or like a Tyron Matthews or um, who else? Uh, or a Hicks. You know what I'm saying? Somebody like we just need some dogs. You need some dogs who don't need no coach to tell them what to do. You know what I'm saying? Smart guys, and we I feel like we lack those guys. We got football um, skills. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. So I think I think this year we're probably gonna, you know, in the free agency market, we're probably gonna be, you know, trying to address as many needs as we can. Um, but you know, it's also a deep, deep draft class this year. So like, you know, there's still a chance that like. If we get a good second round pick, like we can package those up, trade back into the first draft quality player, or you know we can stay at where we're at and we can probably still grab like a solid receiver, young receiver. Maybe Jameson Williams is still there, right in the second round. Like there's gonna be good players available in the second round, and so it's like you know the fact that we still have a lot of those like good day two picks. Like I I, I mean yeah, it's it's exciting. You know we're gonna be picking some talent in the draft that's gonna be pretty solid and probably gonna be signing a few more free agents. So yeah, chills. Hey, second round I'm grabbing Perion Winfrey, Christian Watson on the flow. It's gonna be some defensive like I'm I'm loading up some D I'm getting as many D tackles as I possibly I'm getting like at least two. At least two D tackles. Like we need to get that line. I'm talking about we need every ounce of help for Miles. You know what I'm saying? We we need to make it so easy for Miles where all he got to do is literally just have one-on-one all day. I don't want to see Miles, you know, taking on two offensive line, two or three offensive linemen at once because can't nobody else move, you know, uh, move, you know what I'm saying, move the, the line of scrimmage at all. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I'm taking – I'm trying to get Perry on. I'm trying to get the other dude too. It, it's some guys, man. It's a lot of D tackles in this in this draft. Man, I like I like Christian Watson. I like Justin Ross. I like Jamison Williams as far as receivers go. Um, I'm not that high on Jahan Dawson, though I could be wrong. But the guys I specifically like is the old state guys, uh Travion Burks, uh Christian Watson, um, um uh, wait, wait, Christian Watson. Jahan, um, Jahan Dyson, nice too. Yeah, I gotta watch some more film on you, man. He he feel like a Laquan Treadwell to me right now, so I don't want to get too high on him. But I like what Watson bring. Um, and I think he got a proven attitude. I just want to know is they gonna bring in a rookie to be a number two, or are they gonna go out and use Baker to acquire a receiver and get a number two? Um, Austin, go ahead and speak, bro. 
Hey, it's real quick. I just had a question. Well, regarding what you're talking about, what do you all feel about Sky Moore? Say that one more time. Oh, you're cool. Uh, what do you guys feel about Sky Moore? I can't remember what college he goes to, but I know he's going to be a second-day pick. What would you guys feel about drafting him? Uh, I don't know a lot about Sky Moore. Uh, from what I have noticed, I think he's more like a speedster guy. I guess he got a per- Percy Harvinish type of vibe to him, or kind of the uh, 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 what's that? What's the dude that went to the Giants last year, Tony? Uh, I can't think of his first name, but his last name Tony came from Florida. Uh, you know, those type of guys. Uh, I, I don't, I'm not high on him because I feel like. From this point forward, the only thing the Browns should be going after is difference makers. You want to keep your team as long as you need. Um, and once you got good players, you want to keep them and keep that continuity as long as you can. So we already got a lot of good players. We need to start bracing for having cap room to re-sign players and keep them a long time. And then signing players to the deals that we sign them to, plus being able to just get specific guys. We got ammunition we can go get the D tackle we want. We don't need draft, bro. We don't need first, third draft picks for the next four years, to be honest. We've been picking in the bottom for so long, bro. If we went the next decade and didn't pick in the first round, nobody would bat an eye. I'm talking about nobody would care. All right. So I feel like we need to go at the specific D tackle that's going to be there for the future. We need to go at the specific linebacker that's going to be there for the, for the future. We need to be so you so you saying through the draft or just because I wouldn't mind getting some established guys, man. Like we need some, we need some guys that's a little bit established, man. That's some some bad. We need that's the problem. We got too many. We we got a nice, we got a good mix, but I feel like we need more veterans though. Like I like I like the Hicks, man. Akeem Hicks. Where does I think his name from? Be from uh, Chicago. He a big boy. He killed. He was killing us last year. I'm talking about. He was putting. He was putting. He was he he was putting uh, talking about Akeem Hicks. He was putting Chubb on his head like, almost every time. Like they was, I'm talking about they was in our backfield. Well, because of uh, Khalil Mack though, but they lines we couldn't get a yard on them until we start beating up on them towards the end. Yeah, so we, hey. we won't have to do this year because with Deshaun, man. I mean, I'm talking about it's so much stuff we can do with him, man. Like that that read option with with, with Kareem is going to be deadly, like. It's, Kareem is gonna is probably going to have the best year of his career with Deshaun because look how look at what he did with Patrick Mahomes. I feel like he's gonna put up those type of numbers. So back is everything. You go ahead, go ahead. You still got more? Go ahead. No, yeah. Quarter, quarterbacks is everything, and you seen with Patrick Mahomes, like just how deadly he was with with just everything with you know with his dual threat ability. You know what I mean, like. You gotta account for him at all times. Like Baker was like, you pretty much know what she was getting up out of that. You know that his ass can't throw. You know he's slow as hell. So you all you gotta do is really just load the box Wait, up. Wait, please, you a, you choppy, bro. I don't know. I think you might got your volume up just a little too high. I think that's what it is. Can't my fault, my fault. Hold on. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I, um, no, I'm with you on on on. Uh, so the established guy point. Um, so. In my mind, when I'm building a dynasty, um, what I need is my core pieces in place. Uh, right now, Deshaun locked in for five. Uh, Cooper locked in for the next three. Uh, Hunt locked in for the next two. Chubb for the next three. We're assuming 
uh, Ninjoku's going to be here for the next um, uh, for the next three, four, or five. Uh, Batonio's here for a while. Uh, Taylor's here for a while. Conklin here for at least another two years. Um, Will is here for another three years. Uh, Miles here for another six. Um, you know, and I can go on and on. The mainstay guys, the way they've been building it, is you need to get guys that's on a cap-friendly deal that bring what you need that's uh, high talent, high character, high production that allows you some flexibility over the years. So mm-hmm. in my opinion, if we go after an established guy, he needs to be somewhere between 27 and 30. So if I give him a five-year deal and still want to get out of it after two or three, he ain't too old to trade and he ain't too old to use unless, you know, Lord forbid, some type of crazy circumstance. Um, so I would think that I would use my draft. If I was them, I would use whatever players that I feel like I do want to move and whatever draft capital I have to go at the specific guys. I would go in the draft first because I like Jordan Davis. If I can get back in the first round and I can trade a second, two second round picks and I can get up and get Jordan Davis, I'm snabbing it because I put Jordan Davis with Taven Bryan rotating with Togi and Jordan Elliott, you know what I'm saying, Agedavian and Miles on the sides, I'm dangerous. You feel me? I like N'Kobe Dean. You know what I'm saying? If you get him in that middle, man, that's crazy. You know what I'm saying? Even if it's a guy that's out, uh, I think, what is it? Is it Roquan Smith or, or uh, maybe Devin Bush? They might not be high on Devin Bush. Maybe he resurged. You know, I, I ain't really always high on getting guys from inside the division. But I like Devin Bush, though. I ain't going to lie. He a dog. So if I got him on my team, I'm definitely adding him on my team. I don't care where he came from. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I, I would look more to, like I say, if they in the league already, cool. I ain't opposed to it. But, man, listen, this draft is deep. So deep. if I can get him out the draft, bro, right now, I ain't, next year going to be a quarterback draft. Man, it's going to be about eight quarterbacks in next year's draft, bro. So right now is the draft with the depth. D tackles and wide receivers is in this draft like crazy. That part. And then you could probably swing for a kicker, bro. I trade Baker to uh, I uh, I uh, I trade Baker to uh, Atlanta for their kicker, bro. Look, you can just take Baker and do whatever you're gonna do. I need that kicker you got so I can establish my special teams game. You know what I'm saying? Um, we need a backup quarterback too. No, go ahead. I said, yeah, we need. Now I'm just thinking out loud. Like we need a backup quarterback too, because if Deshaun gonna be suspended, it's like we're gonna kind of take the reins until he get back. You feel me? Mm-hmm. And we don't yeah. know. We don't know. Okay. I don't know how long he's gonna be suspended. If I if I'm them, I'll suspend him for what? I mean, he even had a whole. He, he let, let me add this, and I'm a. Uh, so again, I'm gonna say, man, I appreciate everybody who tuning in, who done tuned in who then breeze by, who then share, uh, who came on and vibe with me, you know what I'm saying, and my entity as we, uh, you know, try to take over the spaces and build some notoriety. Um, it's been a pleasure having y'all and rapping with y'all. I'm about to start, close. I'm about to close it out for real. Um, but I'm going to just add this one point because um, uh, it was something I think Tristan brought up or somebody else brought up uh, about what will we do with Case Keenum. Uh, I already read, and it's a pen post up at the top. If you ain't checked out the pen post, please go ahead and check them out and breeze before we end it. But this is recorded, and you can still catch it on all the platforms that I've been shouting out and all the uh, stations I've been shouting out since I've been out here. 
Um, but uh, Deshaun Watson's contract next year is only guaranteed for one million. Um, so that way, whatever his suspension is, it doesn't hinder whatever they do with the salary cap. So Deshaun Watson doesn't even start getting paid from the Browns until next year for real. Outside of whatever his signing bonus money he got up front to be able to, you know, keep his life together and deal with whatever expenses. All right. Um, so Case Keenum will probably get kept because it's smarter to just use Case Keenum, who's been here, as the bridge quarterback until you get with Deshaun. And then once Deshaun comes, you know he's going to be there. And then you could just start worrying about uh, who's going to be your future backup quarterback that you're going to develop behind Deshaun since you want to start, you know, preparing for the future and just getting ready. Deshaun going to be here for four five years. You can get a quarterback, bring him in and develop over the next two, three, four seasons and just give you some flexibility. He might become good and become trade bait. I mean, who knows? You know, it's they definitely have a realm of possibilities. But um, it's been a pleasure rocking with y'all, man. I'm D-Trent. This is Game Changer Sports Talk industry sports rocking over the spaces as you can see the little mama telling me i gotta go so definitely keep following follow me on all social platforms uh facebook instagram uh twitter you know what i'm saying facebook um youtube twitch anchor spotify google podcast radio public we all everywhere man always chime in get your feedback you got ideas for the shows you want to come on Come on out, man. So we're going to holler at y'all later. It was a pleasure, man. Go Browns. Go Browns. And y'all stay easy. Be safe.